0: to another episode of the dark art society podcast my name is chet i'm your host here we go with another episode this week oh shit this week we uh we have a chat with Exulo again uh my friend from the nft world so there's a lot of nft talk sorry sorry but um a lot of art talk and he's a fun guy to talk to and he's a great artist so um, yeah, it was, it was good. And I also talk a bit about um, some of the problems I have in the NFT world or some criticisms, I guess you could say. So it's not all just rainb- rainbows and unicorns. It's a good good conversation. He's a cool guy. He's a really nice guy. So it's always cool talking to nice people. That's coming up. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, let's see. Uh, you know, I'm just working as usual. Got some paintings. If you're If you're watching the video podcast, you can see I started this commission that's I've owed for years now. I'm still trying to get these done. trying to get my tool posters done. I needed some money, so I had to have another sale on my website. That's actually still going on. There's resin casts and um, one-off resin casts and these cool uh, pen and ink puzzles. Um, I did puzzles before, but they were kind of like Sharpie sketch puzzles. These ones are India ink detail pen and ink drawings. So that's at Chetzar.bigcartel.com. Uh, um, if you want to support my Patreon, it's patreon.com slash And if you want to be a, a supporter of the Dark Art Society, you can join at patreon.com slash dark society and join for a dollar. And you, if you join for $5, you can get entered to win a free skull from the skull shop. That's S-K-U-L-S-H-O-P-P-E dot com. And they make amazing skulls. They are one of the show's sponsors now. There's the skull. Can you see it? Well, you can't unless you're watching the video podcast on YouTube. Is anybody watching the video podcast on YouTube? I don't even know if anybody's listening to this. You know, the um, Patreon is kind of seems like it's Topped out a bit, or else it's just slowed down, maybe because of the economy. Um, and it gets about the same amount of views, listens. So, uh, and I don't really hear from people. I, I it's really weird doing this podcast because every once in a while I'll, I'll hear something nice, um, and um, Randall Perkins will. You know, I know he's listening because he always helps me out by telling me who the last name I read off um, people that join the Patreon, but for the most part, I don't hear a lot of feedback. So let me know if you have any feedback or if you're listening, (laughs) if you're out there, uh, I don't know what to do to grow this thing, or maybe it shouldn't, maybe it shouldn't grow anymore. I don't know. Maybe it should just be a small thing. I don't know. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. So what else though? Um, that's yeah, a dystopia book. Um, oh, my, I'm working on studies for the paintings for my show in October. Working on all kinds of different things. I'm just bouncing around all kinds of different things. Cause I have so much stuff that I owe and stuff I need to do and uh, there's a terrible heat wave happening in California. It's like 99 today. Sucks. I hate it. Really just saps my energy. I am not a heat person. My mom was the same way. Uh, Okay, Okay, here's the other thing. We have another sponsor, and that is Beautiful Bazaar Art Prize. And so I'm going to read the bullet points of the Beautiful Bazaar Art Prize because it is now open for entry, Beautiful Bazaar Art Prize 2022. In case you're wondering, the Beautiful Bazaar Art Prize is an annual non-acquisitive art prize celebrating diversity and excellence in the representational visual arts. This international prize is open to artists in any country and covers all static mediums, traditional art medium, Digital art media and photographic media, and all styles from realism and hyperrealism to dark art, pop surrealism, and lowbrow. There's over fifty-seven thousand dollars in cash and prizes to be won, as well as a global exposure and the chance to exhibit at Modern Eden Gallery in San Francisco. Grand prize winner will receive thirteen thousand five hundred dollars in cash alongside a host of other prizes. There are also a host of prizes for second and third prize winners in each category. It's worth noting that the beautiful Bazaar team look at every entry. It's the best way to get your work in front of them, including the editor-in-chief, Daniela. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. I'm sorry, Daniela, so I won't say that part. Uh, on top of that, the 110 finance will be automatically entered in the People's Choice Award where general public will vote on who they want to win. So there's two chances to be a winner. For more information regarding award categories, the fullest of prizes and how to enter, just go to beautifulbizarreartprize.art. It's easy. Just enter the best work from your existing portfolios. No not need to create new work even. The 2022 Beautiful Bizarre Art Prize is proudly sponsored by... Raymar, InPrint, iCanvas, Yashi Young Project, and ArtStation. They're the gold prize sponsors. Silver art prize sponsors, Smart School, Poets, Artists, Digital Printmaker, and Rosemary Brushes. And finally, entries close July 17th, midnight, Los Angeles time. So be sure to enter before then. And uh, yeah, you can go to beautifulbazaarartprize.art or beautifulbazaar.net. And... Um, it's a good contest. I mean, I would do it if I had the time. So I, I highly recommend it. They're good, they're good people. Beautiful Bazaar is good people. And uh their magazine is great. And they they're the only game in town for dark art, pretty much, as far as I'm concerned. Or as far as I know, I don't I don't think there is. I don't think anybody's even doing magazines really anymore. Anyway, that's the sponsorship. I would do it. If I was an artist and I had the time, if I was an artist, (laughs) if I was an artist who had the time, I would absolutely do it. Um, Yeah. So I guess that's it. Uh, Oh yeah. Political unrest. Um, Yeah. It's going to be a crazy summer with all the political stuff going on and the extreme heat. This is just I don't want to say it can't be good because I think it's going exactly the way it's supposed to go. But that's just how I am. But it's going to be painful. How about that? It's looking like it's going to be painful. There's lots of ugly stuff happening right now in America. But anyway, that's well, that's where dark dark art comes in. We reflect it. We show other people that. They're not alone and feeling scared about things and bad about the state of the world. So this is our time. This is our time. So make the most of it and make some amazing art. All right, let's get on with it. Oh, new subscribers. Oh, I almost forgot. Uh, There's only one new subscriber and that is Tyler Vance. Thank you, Tyler Vance, for subscribing. If You you can get in the Discord as well if you join um, patreon.com slash dark arts society. And if you're one of those people that li- has been listening all this time that doesn't support, you could do it for like a dollar a month. It's really cheap. And you could do it for a dollar a month and just only do it one month. That's better than nothing. You can lower your tears. You can raise your tears. You know, depending on what the money situation is anyways i'll stop nobody wants to hear this shit okay here we go a fun conversation with exulo hope you enjoy it here we go hello exulo. Hey, hey, hey. what's up <laughs>
1: doing well good to see you again yeah i'm trying to remember when we did this last i mean it was like springtime
0: yeah it seems like it wasn't that long ago but i think it time is just zooming by so i don't even i can't even keep track of it i can some some of these um podcasts i've been doing it so long now that i can't even people say uh uh that I've interviewed somebody I'm like no I never interviewed them and it's like oh yeah I did like I completely it all, like
1: <laughs> blurs and blitz yeah
0: it's crazy I mean, how many
1: how many have you done now
0: this will be like 249 or 250 or something so it's that's, that's awesome. a lot yeah it's a lot what's keep...
1: your thought process like when you I like, did like the first episode or like, what'd you expect, like, going in? Where is it just kind of like, you know, I just want to talk to artists and see where it goes and, and like, kind of build a community around that.
0: Yeah, it was really more about, in the beginning, it was about building a community because of uh, people in the dark art, you know, just an extension of the whole dark art thing. And uh, I started it with my friend, Mike Carell, and it was just me and him talking about different things that we are interested in that kind of related to dark art. And then after, I don't know, 80 episodes or so he had to bail on it so then I was like okay I can't just talk by myself you know I'm barely not really even good at talking with people really so I know what you
1: mean yeah it's just like a vacuum so having yeah yeah
0: yeah, it's just now I'm not that kind of guy I know some people can do it but um so I just started interviewing artists I was like oh and and people liked it even better I think because it's more interesting to hear about all these artists lives and stuff so then it just and then kept, you, kept going
1: yeah, yeah i mean it's amazing because you introduce a lot of artists that you know, your listeners might never like heard about so it's like yeah. you're kind of giving a nice shout out and yeah yeah kind of spread the good word of dark art i yep. love it <laughs> the good <Exactly>. news yeah. <laughs> the good
0: news of dark art so what have you been up to <laughs> since we last I talked mean, you've been i know you've done some pretty cool big projects and stuff
1: yeah uh yeah since we last talked i mean like this year you know how it's been it's been a kind of a crazy year with everything like, oh my god happening. Yeah. it's like kind of nuts in like ways it's like for me it's been like kind of creatively like distracting and i think like it's kind of and that's fine. And and you know how it's like where there's like creative lulls or there's right. just so much kind of going on around you. Like we were my wife and I, we just moved and getting settled in and, you know, having to uh, move everything around and, um, you know, rebuild up like your, yeah. your studio and get, you know, comfortable. And what you know, a crazy, so t-
0: crazy time to move to <laughs> with yeah. all the shit that's going on. <laughs>
1: But, you know, like we, like my wife and I kind of consider us like as like uh, for the past decade, uh, digital nomads. Oh, really? Part of that's because of uh, that term digital nomads comes from like the VFX industry where uh, people are, um, they move where their job goes, Mm, which is interesting. So your job, you know, you have a, a short contract in New York. You go there for X amount of time or you go, you bip around like the u.s or even canada mm-hmm. or even like the uk where these jobs are but the funny thing is 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 i've been so remote for the past honestly for past most of the decade so it's given us an opportunity to go over where we want right especially in the u.s so yeah. like we embrace that digital nomad lifestyle work from home live where you want and yeah it's been pretty cool like living like across uh like all parts of america from like coming from like the west coast most of my life and then my wife is from the east coast Hmm. so we like dipped around like colorado uh texas like the midwest and part of the the south which was like an interesting experience never never go back I wouldn't miss the (laughs) the humidity now we're in the northeast so the northeast is like that sweet spot that kind of brings me back to like living on the um on the west coast so Mm -hmm. I know I'm kind of going on a tangent here but um yeah like we're used to moving a lot so moving this year wasn't like stressful so much but just you know everything with politics and last time we talked like the war in ukraine now it's right roe v way stuff and it's just like it's weird it's just like bizarre time to live right now yeah and and like it's distracting but it also i feel like it's a time a good time to like be creative
0: yeah yeah that's the one thing i keep thinking is like man things things are disintegrating society's kind of falling yeah. apart but it's gonna it's gonna make for some amazing artwork that's usually when the good artwork comes out you know like yeah. in, the, in the 80s when it was like the reagan revolution and it was very yeah. things got very conservative it's like that's when the punk all the great punk music came out and all the underground stuff was awesome um during that time but uh yeah yeah i, I how long were you in canada for you've been living there for a while right and why were you in canada was it for like movie stuff or
1: yeah actually we're only in canada we we're in the bay area we're living like straight like in downtown san francisco uh oh. back yeah we're like sh- smack dab right there like near the tenderloin when it wasn't oh, wow. so tender <laughs> as they say yeah near like was it like the civic street and I went to like the we 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 both went to the Academy of Art in San Francisco. And is that is
0: that that is did we talk hey, about yeah. this?
1: Did we talk I mean, about this? We might have briefly talked. Where yeah.
0: I I because I, I I think it was that school. You know, maybe it wasn't that school, but correct me if I'm wrong. But I did a, a talk there. I don't know ten institute maybe. 10 years ago and it was up at the top of this fucking hill and uh which is probably everywhere in san francisco really but it was in a really terrible area i remember that it was like super bad and i think it was uh, i'm gonna near civic street i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna ask the the, my friend who invited me but uh 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 uh, uh, wait a minute i gotta ask (laughs) Uh, so uh, yeah
1: and i'm so there is two big schools in san francisco Art schools is Darden, the Institute, and then there's Academy of Art.
0: Okay. I think it might have been Academy of Art, which is funny. But yeah, if anyway, it's really, it's really weird because the person who invited me was a student. She's really great. Um, uh, Miriam Dinkins, and she has, all, she does almost amusing pins now. This pin company, she does all my pins. Oh, wow. Acad- Academy of Art. Academy yeah. of Art. She just texted me, and uh, yeah. it's funny that you bring that up because she I'm, she just finished a pin of mine. I'll have to send you pictures. It's really cool, like a new pin that's going to drop on Thursday for on my Patreon. But uh, of that Siamese pin, cl- right? Not like pins, like enamel pins.
1: Oh, got you, got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> it's the <laughs> Siamese clowns she's doing. Nice. Uh, yeah. Animation. It just came out so good. It's amazing.
1: Yeah dude yeah you killed it on that like that was one of those pieces that you sent over my like, shit i i love it i think it has oh, a lot thanks. to say
0: <laughs> yeah it's, it's <laughs> timely the one i'm doing now oh, i gotta send it to you that's it's that spiral the death spiral one that one's like yeah even more timely i think in a way um <laughs> i think I it's just, a time for dark <laughs> i know it's just like dark art is just rele- more relevant than ever now um, yeah uh, there was an
1: artist that um I was uh, I was kind of sharing them on Twitter. Uh, I think it's like his name's like Rob Something. And um I shared her on Twitter like the other day, it's like about this uh, Scotus and the Supreme Court uh, by Rob underscore Sheridan. Oh, yeah, and yeah I, like, I
0: follow. I'm on that guy's patreon, too.
1: Yeah. Okay. So does that guy like do like AI? Is that like a mix of AI and digital? Like yeah. Kind yeah. Of paint
0: over? I think so. Yeah. Cause I think that guy did a bunch of, he he was like an art director for some nine inch nails videos and stuff like yeah. that. I believe an artist. Yeah. But he's doing, he was doing those crazy AI images of the, did you see the ones he did of like the, it wasn't, it was maybe the Academy Awards gala. or yeah, like it's gala. Like, yeah it's that gala, the art gala thing. That was like, so powerful and weird it was so dark and creepy but it was like amazing i I thought
1: see i think the met gala needs to take note on that like imagine a met gala (laughs) i know (laughs) rather than like victorian age yeah right yeah something silly and like predictable just like straight from hell yeah. <laughs>
0: like it's it's probably too close to the truth they would never yeah. do it
1: <laughs> yeah they're like we can't we i can just imagine mega but like, we can't do it it's, it's too much i don't know if people people get offended yeah or something right. like that so yeah
0: what, what what uh um, so you i guess you've taken a break from work during all this time we're moving yeah ha- i'm sure you haven't been uh working much or doing any nfts or any artwork with all this stuff going on i imagine right
1: yeah yeah like uh uh last uh, few pieces one of which like mostly focusing on like on super rare and just keeping to the one-on-one right now
0: yeah that's that's what i'm
1: yeah i think focus on yeah like gut check i think that's kind of where it's kind of nice to just kind of hone in and like focus on one piece uh, as opposed to creating like a large body of collections. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so yeah, like I made a piece, I think last time we talked, I made like this piece Icarus that's on yeah. like super rare. And then um, since then, actually I have been working on a collection, um, but it's like, a, I want to do like a limited series collection of about like maybe like a hundred to 200 pieces. hmm and I, I can just say it right here what it is, so I kind of give hints too. It, but it, uh, my wife and I came up with this idea of doing kind of more psychedelic, like butterflies. Mm-hmm. Doing a collection of like butterflies and kind of an homage to like uh, cl- butterfly collectors. Mm-hmm. So we like made this three D um, picture frame that you see in a butterfly. Uh, collection. That's a great
0: idea. Great idea. Yeah.
1: So it's it's an it's like a mix between like hyper realistic 3d picture frame yeah and we can like make and do different kind of like picture frame variations and then like all the butterflies are uh completely kind of like one-on-one variants yeah like completely different it's just kind of like it's very like therapeutic to actually work on because i just put stuff together in 3d and like color and light it and play with lighting in 3d to make like the illustration of the butterfly and then just kind of run with it it's kind of one of those series that i like i can just keep going and going yeah, and building the yeah. collection so it's, yeah
0: that's I cool it's a good time yeah it's yeah. cool it's a good it's a great concept too um you know it's like i mean is that is it a pfp kind of or no not no, right. it, but they're kind no, of I'm, no how I mean, do you people- how do you how do you judge w- what a pfp is versus an edition? in a way it's like if, it's the, you know what i'm saying because there's a point where yeah. it's like you know it has to do with the numbers of them created maybe and whether they can be used as a pf like a profile picture i mean i don't know it's it's weird
1: i mean as far as like i can tell like um i've made nfts that were open editions and even like one in one artwork I've created on Super, uh, that collector would use it as their profile picture. Right,
0: but it's not a it's not a PFP. Or I guess, or okay, maybe I'm confusing generative art with PFPs. Is that where I'm getting confused? Because like yeah, the like, apes are generative yeah. art, right? Where it's like it randomly shuffles yeah. everything together. I know
1: people are like asking me, like, are you going to do a generative like? What? I'm like, I think that what they mean is like. <laughs> board ape and (laughs) where it's like a collectible of over a thousand to like ten thousand which seems like a ridiculous amount yeah it's insane you know so i think pfp is like a broad word like because i have and you have your own pfp we have our own pfp as identities but i think it's yeah i mean people can correct us wrong but yeah journey art is what i assume where it's like you know they build assets where it's like a hat a this and that a yeah the eye different sets
0: of eyes colors of eyes different little things and then and then an AI or a program assembles them all distributes them on the blockchain as part of this collection and then it creates the artwork that way based on all these assets that were created correct
1: yeah 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 pretty much i mean it, i think it mirrors and maybe is inspired by um oh no <laughs> i just gotta got a phone i don't know if that popped up yeah sorry about that that's okay it just, my phone off i just actually. heard a
0: little blip it's no big deal no big deal at all
1: <clears throat> so yeah um i gotta reset everything i can just see myself
0: now oh i can i can <laughs> see i can everything's fine here on this end so
1: okay cool so yeah <laughs> uh um i think it was uh yeah generative art and the board ape and all that stuff was like probably inspired by like i always think like baseball cards but also like pokemon you know right. the different like pokemon characters right and
0: Okay, so, so maybe yeah. a bit of a
1: Japanese culture. Yeah, that makes
0: sense. Because it's still like hard to understand everything. I mean, I've been in like, you know, six months now, I guess. And it's still as much as I kind of know, feel like I know what's going on in general, it still can be confusing because it's like, there's no, you know, there's it's so new it's it's hard there's no like
1: definitions. yeah yeah it's not like yeah
0: yeah exactly there's not like a playbook it's sort of like everybody's opinions on different things but um it's you know that's the thing it's 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 just you know when it's a new when it's a new field or whatever it's going to be confusing at first but um so it's yeah that's that that's a good thing to think about fine art versus collectible like Mm -hmm. you know a fine art sculpture versus a uh, you can't see it, but I've got like a a thing bust I did Fantastic Four for Sideshow Collectibles. That's like not. Right. It's like it's art, but it's more of a collectible than it is a bronze fine art sculpture in a way. You know what I'm saying? So gotcha, I could, yeah. you know, I could see the the difference there. That makes that makes sense to me. So, but you're making what's what these butterflies is more like a limited edition prints or something or, or 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 one of they're not one of ones but they're like an addition yeah. they're they're a an series a se- yeah a series right a series I, of paint digital paintings basically
1: you know like who I think of is like uh Damien Hirst for like the past I don't know few years he's been doing he's like cherry blossom trees where um it's all like one theme Right. so it was inspired by cherry blossoms for whatever reason he was talking about and like it's pretty cool like watching this process like on instagram mm-hmm. but he has like a long paintbrush oh yeah thing. yeah
0: i have seen that mm-hmm.
1: yeah he even like the, these dot like paintings right. he's making but he like throws paint on it's all like one theme and one subject as right. in, like surrounding this cherry right. blossom tree but he he makes variants of it like a variations of it like on the spot like raw it's not like computer like algorithm generated like kind of like a board the board apes so
0: you're doing like a hundred pieces individually and then you're gonna or whatever a number a large number of pieces and then you're going to have them as a series
1: yeah 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 pretty much like they're all like like, I have to, like, figure out all the other kind of, like, little things of what we want to do with it in the long run. Because it's, like, we we could make, like, really super rare ones of those where uh, the ones that, like, really stand out and mm-hmm. that are really different among the collection. Yeah. And then we could do something interesting that's, like, a physical, um, you know, like there's all kind of different avenues of trying to combine like the physical with like the digital. Right. So that's like what I got into, like even with the Corvette, like when they reached out to me.
0: Yeah. Talk um, about that. Talk about that. Cause I was curious about that, how that came about, and what it was like working for a big yeah. comp- corporation like that. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, you,
1: your initial thought was it's like, Oh, you know, it, it, is this going to be like client work? Is this right. going to be, you know, exactly. So it, it ended up not being that and they're they're super gracious and super like like open-minded and we're like you know we want to respect your vision as an artist
0: that's that makes all the difference someone coming to you as an artist as opposed to hey i need to hire someone to do to deal with or to do this art for my promo or whatever it's totally a different trip you know what
1: i mean yeah it is, and it was like super refreshing. And like, I don't think I would have done it otherwise if it was, you know, the former of how it usually always kind of is with <laughs> yeah. like client work, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah. And
1: I mean, you know, we were talking last time where it was like you, you worked with like Guillermo del Toro, and it felt like he was very open yeah. minded in right. that sense. Yeah. And like, it felt like a real like collaboration. And yeah. that's what was cool. So explain like,
0: explain to people who don't know because there's still a lot of people I think that aren't in on the whole NFT thing that that listen to the podcast. So what was the project?
1: So yeah, I was creating a digital art piece in collaboration with like a brand like Chevrolet Corvette and Chevrolet, you know, being a car company wanted to somehow like get into like the NFT space and make a mark and to kind of contribute and bring something like kind of refreshing and new to the table. Mm-hmm. So with that, with being digital art, it's in everything that's happening right now with NFTs. So it was a collaborate like an NFT collaboration Between where you it,
0: and you and Chevrolet basically.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's so crazy, like
0: man. <laughs> it's so <laughs> yeah. huge. It's like such yeah. a big
1: uh, iconic brand, you know? Exactly. Yeah, and it's just like it's an American car brand. It's like you know they're from Detroit. They're from an area with a lot of history, with a lot of car history, and and you know they have a already like a car collector base in the physical world. Right, so right. that's what's kind of cool. Like bringing that element into like the NFT space, and then being so like you know respectful as like for an artist and being open minded. It was super refreshing. So, working on a piece like an words, an NFT, it's like that. Whoever gets this piece is also gonna get like a physical car with it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh it's like, shit! <laughs> I yeah, came in. So, I came
0: in on the uh, <clears throat> the Twitter space you guys did, but it was like right towards the end, so I didn't get to hear all the details.
1: So yeah, uh, it's amazing. It's it's a trip because. Like, we were talking about combining uh, physical, like, items with, like, an NFT is super cool. So whoever gets this NFT, for a certain price point, that's kind of reflected on the fact that you're, you know, you're getting a physical car with it. Right. And a and a unique, um, it's like a 2023 Z06 Corvette that's, like, in a specific color that they're not going to ever like use again
0: <laughs> that's pretty cool <laughs> yeah
1: and like the uh was it the vin number you know all cars have the vin number and the door and the door like opening yeah and that vin number is like it's like uh you know one zero one one it's like plays on you know like i guess binary those
0: kind of binary code. yeah that's cool
1: and then it ties into the actual NFT. so it's it's kind of an Fun and like refreshing play on like physical and like digital. Yeah. I guess people call it like digital.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's, 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 yeah, it's a lot cooler than just like, hey, we're giving a car away, which they do all the time, but this makes it more, more of a special thing. And it also incorporates art into it and, you know, highlighting an artist like yourself. That's really cool.
1: So, yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. And like, they're very like open-minded on like you know what to they they kind of gave me that creative freedom in like most of the artwork and when it came to like the car we had to make we wanted to make sure you know it's like the right car model mm-hmm. and look and making sure the color is down but everything else because of that you know I decided to go more of my cyberpunk style mm-hmm. and, and uh, a lot of like uh, homage to like the NFT kind of culture space, right. which is kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. So, w- what happened with it? Where's it at right now? Did it sell? I mean, not it- right
1: now. It, it, you know, it's like with everything going on, and like I know, even like it's crazy NFT right NYC. So, it's like one of those uh, things where it's like there's a lot of options that we can like definitely do with it so it'd be kind of it's going to be fun to see how it kind of plays out
0: is it has it got is it like an auction thing or did it go up for auction or
1: yeah we want to do auction you know th- and then there's also like reserve auctions we have oh, right, this, right i was like super rare mentioned that the you know we there's like interested buyers and people that are interested in it and people that are new into the the nft space so it's kind of, it's an, it <laughs> no, is no. like an, an interesting time like right now.
0: Yeah, I know. Like, I was just thinking like, you know, when 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 you when I saw that Twitter space, I saw this dropping, I was like, oh, poor guy. You know, it's like such a bad time to to drop an amazing project like that, you know, just because the market is so bad. Uh, uh, the NFT market's so bad and just the economy's so bad. But the, yeah. the you know, so I was like, that's, just bad luck you know bad timing although it's with such a huge brand i'm sure it's gonna eventually you know do well it's it's just not a great time (laughs) not not great (laughs) timing, but
1: it's definitely like it feels like a great time just like why not try it yeah yeah true yeah yeah
0: it's like nothing to lose sort of (laughs) not yeah
1: like let's see where it goes yeah and, and not like expect the this like huge ridiculous yeah yeah right right
0: yeah there's no expectations which is a lot of times that's kind of the the best when you have no expectations sometimes that's when it's the best that's when you get surprised you know but when you're when you're like thinking it's going to go huge and then it doesn't then it's like well you know lower your expectations and then just kind of let it happen the way it's going to happen and it's much much more enjoyable you know
1: yeah yeah it's gonna be a lot more fun to kind of see you know play out and see where where it goes from here, and just like being okay what you know like see like that kind of reflects of like the uh even the crypto market like being okay to like be in that unpredictable kind of uncomfortable place where it's like you know we saw last time we talked is like eth was maybe like 2,400 or mm-hmm. no, yep. you know, more,
0: three grand or something.
1: Yeah. And then I know when I sold mine, when
0: I sold mine, it was like at three grand. Was, yeah. You know. And then
1: like seeing it dip was, it's like, I don't think people maybe didn't expect that because of like, a lot of it was like inflation and then something happened in like the crypto space. So being aware that like, it's no knowledge and I think Chevy even uh, acknowledged that like in one of their articles that like we we understand like it's 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 in a volatile time but because of like that collaboration it's just so exciting just to just do it oh yeah know?
0: and it's cool to Rather do than th- wait. yeah it's cool to do stuff when the market's like this because you know for artists like us you know uh, we're not these like speculating traders i mean maybe you do that but it's like i you know we're we're here for the art we want to you know we're here to make cool artwork and and you know and it's and and that's first and foremost it just happens to be a place we can make a decent living with it you know and so of course and it's this new technology it's exciting and really fun to do but but i you know i'm i just want to keep i'm gonna i still haven't sold my alter ego which i thought was gonna for sure sell which is it's a tool poster one of the a really popular tool poster but it still hasn't sold because like i got in right at the end before it all crashed and so i sold my price got high you know like pretty high 3.15 eth at the time which was crazy crazy for me you know not not nothing compared to the kind of money you were getting but for me it was like huge and then it's awesome and then it just the market went down and now my piece is sitting there and i'm like i don't give a shit it's like i'm just gonna let it sit there and eventually it'll sell it's like i'm so used to this in my life like i post the picture of that soft spot sculpture i did which is like the first fine art piece i ever made and it took 10 years to sell that thing it's just like yeah. this is the art the art market oh, takes yeah. a long time i'm not like uh you know, this, uh, posting something and have it, having it sell right away is like totally weird for me. So I never expect it. So I've got this one I'm dropping tomorrow, that Death Spiral piece. I, I finished the audio and I'm just trying to compress it right now to fit it on Super Rare. But um, I'm dropping that tomorrow. Probably yes. won't sell, but I'm just doing it because it's a cool piece and it'll be up if, in case
1: anybody wants it. You know, mm-hmm gotta get it out of you you know yeah, it's just like so i gotta get it out yeah, yeah exactly yeah. just getting out and putting it out there yeah into like such a new market is like super satisfying and and knowing that it might not sell i think you made that tweet and mentioned like a couple months ago of, like because of like crypto winter and nft like um like bear market lingo mm-hmm. and you're like i think you were saying like i am like used to like Dealing with this where yeah, yeah. <laughs> i put a painting up and it yeah like 10 years like that i mean i think you're pretty prepared and with all your experience so
0: yeah this is not coming into it
1: because <laughs> I, like, I was gonna mention like Coldy. Coldy is like like og yeah nft yeah. artist and you're probably aware and he mentioned that like uh he had a piece up uh back and this had to probably be like I don't know, 2019. He had a piece up, didn't sell for a couple of years until he found the right buyer. Right.
0: Yeah, and and and, and as, especially with, I would say, especially with dark art too, because nobody buys dark art unless they're into that sort of thing. Because it's like it's an yeah. automatic barrier. Whereas, like, I think other genres that are outside of the mainstream, but maybe not quite as extreme as dark art, the they they can like still there's more buyers to pull from you know whereas dark art is so you know at least kind of what i'm doing it's so
1: weird that the only people especially
0: buy it are gonna are the people that think it's cool they're not gonna buy it to speculate you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah and and like it kind of pulls things out or like maybe a feeling or it, it it it's more interesting in ways to look i mean to me to look at but I always think, like, if these people have, like, kids, you know, and it depends, like, you you can totally, like, I was raised on, like, Tales from the Crypt, and and X-Files, like, as a kid, and, like, just used, like, creepy shit.
0: Yeah, Um, (laughs) yeah, it's normal, normal for us, but we we forget that everybody doesn't feel that way. I'll tell you, like, one thing I get a lot, too, is, like, oh, man, I wanted to buy that painting, but my wife won't let me have (laughs) it.
1: Which oh, yeah. Always a
0: bummer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I get it. I get it. Anytime I paint a clown, if I do any kind of evil, weird clown, and it's like, you know, I'll have stuff sort of sitting against walls in the living room just to store it. My wife is like, turn that painting around. <laughs> she does not like looking at it. she's like the OG clown, clown hater. She's the first person I ever knew that hated clowns back when we first met, before it was wanted- like popular to hate clowns
1: how'd she feel about like it and all that stuff Was it like she, lo- she loves
0: it but it's like you know she thinks it's the scariest thing ever because it's such a s- scary you know it is a scary clown just yeah i got for her birthday i got her this book a few years back called a thousand and one clowns <laughs> <laughs> it's such a great book because it's just got real clowns throughout history and it is so disturbing Which... and weird
1: wow i gotta i I love it. I love it. It's amazing.
0: That. I think it's I think it's a ta- Tashin book. It's a really great book.
1: I have it somewhere.
0: I probably have it here. I just can't see it. Yeah. I, th- I think it's called A Thousand One Clowns.
1: And it's it's an art book or it's like a photography book. It's like a something. photography
0: book. It's just about clowns. <laughs> it's just all clowns. <laughs> it's got some paintings and stuff, clown paintings, but a lot of cool old photos that are just like oh my god it's so disturbing to me so weird i think i
1: gotta get this from my wife i think my my wife loves horror. i think she would appreciate that yeah (laughs) it's a great book it's a great book yeah i'll definitely check it out
0: so yeah i'm just i'm i'm like i've seen people fleeing the space for for people for people who don't know i'm sure everybody knows by now but crypto took a huge dump along with the stop stock market the economy's terrible so um you know stuff was selling fairly regularly in nfts until this until this crash and um it's funny to see the old the people that have been in a while are just sort of like okay you know it's gonna it's just a this is this happens and then the newer people that came in and were like selling like crazy and then it's and then it just dumped are just like all hating on it and like i know that one there was that one guy i forget i don't want to say who i guess but that one person who was kind of well known was like made a bunch of money selling nfts and then he got out and he made this long post about every terrible thing about it i'm leaving blah 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 and it was like after he made how much money he made so much money selling his nfts it was like you know i understand on him yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) and it's like a lot of his criticisms i agreed with i mean there's a lot of shit there's there's a lot of good mostly there's mostly shit but the thing that i didn't like that he did was kind of like kind of it was lame for all the people still in you know what i mean because he was just shitting all over it and making it for someone who maybe is thinking about getting in or who's in there and really working hard to make their living he just is like you know just shitting all over it completely instead of being like you know what i'm feeling i'm not into this anymore for blah 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 why even announce it either that's the other thing
1: people yeah have that problem with like unfollowed unfollowed (laughs) so black and white like it's ridiculous i mean foot and mouth disease like runs rampant oh man. man i know it is fun to like to be able to like kind of make a point that there's like truth behind and i think people can be able to like resonate and to be able to like kind of speak up like the, it was nice seeing him be able to like speak up and like voice his thing but to be able to like draw a line and because art is like speculative and it could be anything yeah, yeah, like yeah. there's so many like like subculture avenues you can go down in art and it's fun to be able to explore Mm -hmm. yeah it's you know to poo poo on it and to like draw the line and say you know like to get to that point
0: yeah it's just yeah and it's and it's like okay you know it's also it would be another thing to do that in the middle of a high market when you're selling you know you're not making that statement when it's all selling and everything's good it's it's like once once shit gets real and and you're having a hard time then you make the then then it all is terrible, you know, it wasn't terrible when you're selling all this stuff and making all this money. But you know, I I just I just am like, you know, it's it's just not that big a deal to me. I just want, you know, it's to me again, it's an like I said last time, I think is it's it's fine, it's an excuse for me to finally do create digital work again. And I'm so psyched about doing it. It's so much fun. I like love it. I love it. And so even just the potential that I could sell you know, I'm going to mint these things. It's not, I can afford to mint them. And, you know, just the potential that they could sell, even if we go through another year of this or whatever, it's fine. I just, it's like, I just needed an excuse to make the stuff because I have to have the, you know, I need to have income coming in. So everything I do has to at least potentially make money, even if it's not for sure going to sell, you know what I'm saying? So,
1: yeah. Yeah, it's just another. It's another avenue to go down and explore, not to be like afraid or have like great expectations. And it's different where you know you do expect where things just to fly off, off the shelves so quickly. But yeah, it's just it's another source of like income, and it's another avenue for like artists to yeah to go down, and it can really like bring a lot of like sovereignty and. Where it's straight i mean you're very familiar with it where it's it's like a collector and artist right. relationship and now you're now you're able to bring you know like your fine art background and then you're understanding like 3d animation mm-hmm.
0: and the animation
1: in general and like last time we talked i loved hearing that where it's just like you're able to kind of get back and and like experiment and almost kind of make you feel like a kid again and just dick around and like yeah yeah. different things and make your paintings move like animate yeah
0: yeah yeah and that's like that's just for me the beginning because i have this source material that i can work with and i'm trying to just sort of establish myself in there but um you know ultimately what i want to do is like this one i'm going to do tomorrow that the the death spiral which is all 3d native 3d you know and um because that's that's what i was doing before i started painting ironically it's funny so um and it's also a way to incorporate my music because i was a musician for like 10 years i was in bands so it's like it's all of the things that i love to do i have an opportunity to put them together to make an art piece and that to me that's so fun so stoked about that you know
1: and that's what's really cool about like nfts it's like i mean for you like in bringing your artwork and another uh it's like you can bring it to another level it can be another yeah. experience yeah and like i know like the nft space hasn't like kind of pushed in that realm yet but being able to experience like any kind of art and like dark art and creepy art like wouldn't it be cool to be able to like go into a gallery and like experience an art piece So like you know freaks you out or has like that dark omen in there oh yeah and
0: you know <laughs> like, or go into like, the painting and go into the into a metaverse version of that painting and look all around and go beyond the border the edge of the paintings and
1: see what's over here and i mean the you creepy just... shit oh, and yeah. like fun it can like go in so many ways and i can just totally see, see like like a place definitely for like morbid dark art and I, I mean i would love to be able to like experience of like some sort of like digital installation where like you were talking oh, about man, where you go yeah. beyond the painting yeah you walk around and shit jumps out or anything now, that that's super creepy you know i'm
0: telling you man one time i had this it was years ago probably at least 10 years ago maybe longer 10 or maybe 15 years ago and I had this vision, I was tripping at the time, but I had this <laughs> vision of a an art installation that was so big and it would be so amazing. And then it was this kind of perfect combination of what I like to do, which is like infuse spirituality with dark art. And it would, it would, it would have been like a multi-million dollar project though, that would take a whole museum. It would be huge. And it's just like one, been one of those dream projects that you know probably will never happen. Maybe when I'm 79 years old, if I'm still alive and someone and I'm you know, finally hit that level, someone would back it, but probably not because it's so weird. But um, it's like it's the perfect thing to do in, in VR or in the Metaverse. It's like now it's like, oh, that's, that's it's way more practical to do it that way and it would be just as effective and cool to do it that way you know so it's it's offering all these possibilities just in the same way that it's funny because it's like when i first my first digital animation looping animation back in 98 or 97 or whatever i had this trip in 87 i saw this vision and it was like uh like like watching a movie with my eyes closed it was like seeing this whole scene And I ended up making this animation called Toilet Train because it ends up (laughs) going to a toilet and going in the toilet.
1: I remember that one. Yeah,
0: Tools used it forever on their live shows. And so that was a vision I had in 87. And I was like, man, I wish I could share this vision, but you'd need like a movie studio to produce it. There's no way I could make this because it was like a dolly move with the camera and it was all this stuff going on. And then 10 years later, I got into 3D and I was like, oh my God, I can finally show that vision i had and do it as in a 3d thing with you know without a whole crew of people and and um that was like a revelation for me and then and i so i did that as my first animation and then now like we're talking with this other one this museum show i wanted to do it's like that would be a that would be a metaverse thing 100 vr thing or whatever
1: yeah like i mean the irl stuff is super cool and uh those like installations that you go into like museums and be able to like, experience it physically but it just seems like very expensive oh to yeah do. yeah it's
0: a lot harder to do it's like i could probably if i if i wanted to because this would require just making hundreds and hundreds of super real super weird monsters all different types of monsters that with, for this project idea i had it's like if i wanted to i could probably you know, crowdfund it or NFT fund yeah. it with NFTs, fund it with, with uh, you know, that's the other thing. It's like, you could fund projects like this with PFPs and that could be part of the, or generative art or whatever. That could be like part of the roadmap that you're funding this yeah. metaverse project or whatever, or, or a dark art world or whatever. And that's part of the thing you get in the long run. And, you know, if I wanted to, I probably could start, that thing now and get get a bunch of people i've got you know i've I've got a lot of people that like my art that are really big in 3d that would probably just want to work on it i mean i've had people tell me you ever have a project hit me up like really big names so it's like it would just be you know it's doable now and it's going to be more doable in the future too
1: yeah yeah especially if you're going virtual full full virtual like unreal engine Like, I imagine, like, right now, uh, a year ago or so, Radiohead came out with a VR Unreal Engine experience.
0: Really? I didn't even know that. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it's
1: super dope. And, like, you go in there, and it plays all their tracks from, it might be, like, Kid A and, like, maybe a bit of OK Computer, like their earlier stuff. Yeah. And you go into these different rooms, and it's, like, a complete, like, it feels like a video installations like even at like like MoMA where they Mm -hmm. have like these installations where you might go kind of through a room or something like that right but you know it being an Unreal Engine it's just like it's expansive it's immersive it's the same feeling that you get at a museum but it's like endless virtual like experience right and it's like totally like plays on audio and visual like cues and like moving around in that and I think like like for artists that's like a really no one's tapped into it so for me personally besides like Radiohead and I think like nft and like these words of web 3 and metaverse are being thrown around but like for artists to kind of like dabble into that world and bring like this like virtual experience yeah I think that's super like fascinating it's just
0: imagine your world world that you paint that you paint in in, as a vr experience it's like it's so suited for it it would be amazing
1: yeah yeah just it'd be like yeah i'd imagine like super psychedelic yeah (laughs) (laughs) trippy weird shit and like it you know you can be like as an artist like a kid in the playground and, and and collaborate with different artists to create this virtual world that i mean how many people do want to you have to ask yourself like how many people do want to experience an on computer with your head i love that idea of, like put my headphones on you know and just kind of like have my own experience in this like virtual space like I, I mean sometimes
0: I, i'm thinking the, you know vr heads vr yeah you know because that's like to me that's sometimes- just like that would be so I don't amazing. want to deal
1: with like security guards saying like yeah. you know you can't go step yeah, back, right. sir. you can't get that well, close there, to...
0: yeah I mean there's I... like there's a trade-off for sure between something physical like going to Disneyland is amazing because it's physical and you're yeah. get go on the rise, it's great. But and there's a trade-off for not being outdoors and not being you know physical things you could touch. There is a trade-off, lines. but yeah, lines, parking. But, but I mean, there's good things about the physical thing, but yeah, there's all these like lines, parking, uh, a finite space, <laughs> you know. And if you do VR, you could literally make it so big that people could never even explore the whole thing. You know, there's just so, so much potential.
1: It and really it's is. So yeah. exciting
0: from an artistic but, standpoint.
1: Yeah. And like just being realistic, it's just like, there's people out there that want to be like IRL. They're like so amazing. Right, right. And that's fine. You know, yeah. it shouldn't be like, you know, to each their own. Like, right. I love the idea of virtual experiences, and I'm not really into like lines and people breathing their own, you know, each other's yeah. breath. <laughs> you <know>? Me either.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or being in LA, it's like parking and even just driving there. You know, it's yeah. like it's almost ruins the whole thing having to deal with parking and the traffic and everything. Kills right? the vibe. Yeah,
1: <laughs> completely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'm telling you, it is an interesting avenue, and you know, maybe people aren't aren't ready for it, but I think it's like inevitable. I don't know. I, I think warming so, is going to keep. Global warming is gonna keep everyone inside. Yeah, it's
0: it's kind of true. I mean, that's a good point too. It's just like, I mean, not no, not you know, obviously that's a bad thing, but it's the reality. And it just happens to be one more thing feeding into that. Um, isn't that fuck render guy doing something like that? Do you know that that guy, the NFT dude?
1: Oh yeah 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 fuck render like yeah we've been in contact worked on stuff and Isn't um, he doing like
0: a VR environment that he's designing and creating?
1: Yeah yeah he did a render <sighs> renderverse actually yeah. back um early 2021 he did uh he dropped on uh Nifty Gateway and did this whole unreal engine like virtual experience super cool like that that is kind of like totally like in the right direction yeah like url virtual experience where people can walk around and enjoy the art so i think i think yeah he he was he caught on to that and i think he was hinting it to people i remember like back when he first was like hinting it i was mentioning like oh man you're like, you're you're pushing the unreal engine stuff and he wanted to keep it so like hush hush and right. just like shit you figured me out man <laughs> got to it and it's it's pretty obvious that like people want to kind of experiment in this unreal engine environment because you can do um these virtual experiences for like art installations. so i think that's to me, that's going to be like the go-to tool. Is yeah, oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I definitely, it's like, I want to learn it. I want to learn it, but on the I don't know how hard it is to use. I mean, compared to other three, I mean, I guess it's, 3 Ds kind of difficult, but then again, a project that big, you probably, you know, you could, you might need help anyway, you know, from other people who are really good at it.
1: Yeah, it, I, it, I tried messing with it. It gets funky, you know. Like <laughs> trying it? to like uh, recreate your artwork. That's it feels so like traditional in ways, right. and trying to bring that into a virtual space. It gets like you, you kind of have to like approach in you know, a kind of a full 3D scale, and then maybe introduce like 2D paintings displayed. That could be animated, right like, you know the viewer can kind of walk around, yeah that's what like uh Radiohead did is there was some three d elements in there, but then there was a lot of stuff that was like on screens and being animated, right with, like sound and everything so
0: yeah, yeah, the potential potential's huge, and the technologies just yeah. keep keep growing so how long? when did you start when did you get into nfts? What was your first like what year?
1: It was yeah, late 2020. Okay. And it, it,
0: Which is like 10 I, years and yeah. re- NFT time or in real life or whatever.
1: <laughs> exactly. I feel like Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> it feels so yeah, like another time and place. <laughs> but you you kind of like look back on it on fondly, but you, you don't want to like focus on it too much because it was um during that time of making like art it wasn't it was about the art and it wasn't
0: oh so so about
1: pfps really yeah, yeah it, and I if see. it was about pfp it was just it was just crypto punks right that was it and yeah. maybe like um what was it like crypto kitties right yeah that yeah. came out but that was it like, huh <laughs> that was it and people were doing a lot of cool shit and and experimenting and 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 i guess it in ways like the community was smaller back then um but then again it still feels small i know it's like the heart right? community you know yeah and then people happened and that on ramped, and all uh. eyes shifted um and then it uh, it was like uh, a domino effect. It was like people in in early March, and then in April it was the board Ape yacht club stuff, and then it just kind of exploded from there. And everyone wanted to do PFPs, right. so like PFP was like becoming flooded and mixed in with like the artwork. So
0: and yeah, it's just it it's made it so. I. It's too much for me. It's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's so convoluted and like, there's just too much of it. And it's like, you can't even tell what the fuck is going on. Up and down. And
1: it's just, it feels oversaturated. Yeah. Completely
0: oversaturated. And you know, the thing that bugs me, I have to say about the whole PFP thing is, Mm -hmm. okay, it's a great idea, you know, but people that just like, oh, we got to do something that's like a monkey. Or like an ape. That's just like you know. It's like be original at least. You know, do something different. Have a good idea. Even the board apes thing. It's like, I mean, uh, it's like what I think about board apes is, and it's you know, on its own, it's kind of this amazing phenomenon. It was just like this thing that happened, but. But to me i think imagine if it had like a super amazing concept behind it and super
1: amazing artwork and, and, i mean it, the artwork's fine it, you know it's fine people argue that it might not even it's i mean i i agree like it's not like to me it's not art like, yeah it's, it's more it's,
0: yeah it's it's more of like the collectible baseball card thing yeah. but still it doesn't mean you couldn't have had this amazing idea behind it like imagine if it had an amazing concept and story that was meaningful and the art was really creative you know and but i guess they didn't you know they didn't expect for it to blow up i don't think no one expected that to blow up that big
1: yeah i think they might have just kind of like you know like this is funny you know yeah yes (laughs) no but it's like i i you
0: know, I don't know. I is just this think, memeable?
1: Yeah, and, <laughs> true, true.
0: I mean, I mean, who am I to say? They had this huge success. So what the fuck do I know? It's like they, they obviously did something right. But I just think the wasted potential, you know, of, of from an artistic standpoint, it's like, man, it could, you know, it could what, be amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it is like, to be like honest, it, it's complete, like people completely bash it. and uh, Like, you know, I get it and like I mean, we can talk about it where it's there uh the artist writer rips and maybe oh, you i know saw yeah that. i saw about the whole thing. all of that stuff and and being yeah. tied to you know that kind of
0: yeah i i think that's such bullshit man i i yeah. am like i watched that video and i was like you know Far-fetched. yeah yeah i was like i i I fell for a lot of conspiracies in the nineties when I was younger. And it's like, this is exactly like that same old shit where it's like, you know, did you watch the video? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're talking about the cut, the cutoff monkey hand and being a racist thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what's more common is the monkey's paw, that story, the monkey's paw, which is a like super famous story. That's basically, don't uh be careful what you wish for you know the monkey's paw you've ever heard them yeah paw? it's like a famous no, you... a famous liter- literature wh- kind of horror story and it's like it starts off with the cut off monkey's paw that they get and they can make these three wishes on it and it's like okay that is more likely than finding this really weird obscure reference that nobody i know of has ever heard of about this and a lot of them mixing the Far words. reach yeah it's just too much of a reach you know it's like the logo like, is like yeah kind of the like logo, like the logo. Like,
1: that i can't like get past like i can't see yeah that. the
0: the, lo- the they... logo it's similar it is similar to, and it's funny the thing about the logo that made me go hmm was just the rough edge thing that is kind of yeah. an unusual choice but you know to give them the ben- benefit of the doubt it, um you know i've i've ripped off things paintings i've seen from like friends of mine I've, i mean there's a couple of specific incidents where a friend of mine had a painting he showed me and then a couple of years later i painted almost exactly that painting and i thought i came up with it until i realized i totally subconsciously ripped them off so it's like you know every, most people have seen the ss logo nazi logo somewhere in their lives i could see and yeah. it's like You know the Nazis were really good with their propaganda and their fashion stuff and their art direction. I mean, it was like good. That's that's part of why they were successful is because they had like really kind of the art direction was really well done. Even though it was (laughs) evil, it was like it was well done. You know, it was. A good art direction. Yeah, seriously, the Nazis had great art direction. It doesn't mean you know that's not saying Nazis are good. Of course, anybody knows me knows I don't think that. Um, But but. So it's like I could see subconsciously it getting in there, you know, and just mm-hmm. I don't know the, the whole thing. It was too much of a reach for me. It was too much of a reach. And that's like such a that's like a major claim to be yeah. making on someone. That's really if it's not if think about it, if it's not true, how fucked up that is to be accusing someone of like, you know, being a Nazi troll. It's really fucked up.
1: Yeah, I mean yeah, on a ma- macro level it's just like we're all humans living on this little earth and for us to kind of like cross connect and and get inspired on accident, you know, without intentions of it coming across, you know, right. as like a like emblems and everything like that and just to kind of have fun and 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 just like kind of play around and not with the ill intentions, but then People try to make these, you know. It's
0: yeah. It's, I mean, it, ima- I just think. Imagine if it happened to you or me. i it, it would be fucked yeah. up because you know people are like calling them Nazis. It's like with and the evidence is like. I just was like, man, I, I'm very skeptical. Like I said, I I was kind of into conspiracies in the during the Bush Bush years in the oh yeah you know in the 9/11 yeah and we're in the and the and the first Bush too because it's mm-hmm. like I was at an age during the Iraq war, I was like, fuck, I hope I don't get drafted. You know, it's like, it was scary yeah. back then. And I think that anxiety, I think that people go to conspiracy theories when they feel like out of control and they don't know what's going they need on. Answers. Yeah. And it's like, it's better to have a horrible, scary answer than to have no answer, which is, you know, more
1: frightening. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So
0: so people turn to things like that. So, and I feel really like kind of dumb that I, that I believed in, the conspiracy theories i believed in i really feel like man i was such a dumbass when i was younger <laughs> and uh and so now i'm very skeptical about that sort of thing i'm very careful and i and i really try and think about it and you know i don't know that that writer rips guy too just seems like kind of a an man, asshole you...
1: <laughs> yeah was... what i don't get is like why did if he's so offended or against days yeah now he's making why the... did he
0: yeah. Board Ape clones. He's doing board ape clones. Why like, is he
1: cloning it? Like, and making a
0: shitload of money. He's making like a bunch that. of money. It's like
1: is it an artistic statement? Like what is there a point? Yeah,
0: like, yeah. It's like, you know, it's whenever there's a lot of money involved, you gotta wonder about the artistic statement
1: too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it just feels like a shit show drama, like yeah, I know, I know. It's like and people move on you know i know everyone's
0: gonna forget about it in two weeks (laughs) like everything on the internet it's just like oh god i just like Jesus christ i'm just Just like making my art and (laughs) putting it out there and it's like i don't want to be forced to look at this shit anymore it's just making me like jump off more and not not go on social media as much because i don't want to see it you know i'm just sick of seeing these fucking apes it's like oh god i don't want to look at them anymore it's like
1: yeah, I've been feeling like where like I see like all these PFPs and stuff, and like as an artist, like it's it feels like uninspiring. Like I miss yeah,
0: right the days right. when you're
1: like on Instagram. Even I know Instagram ain't like you know they censor buttload of stuff, but just like going online in general and finding art or collecting art books in yeah, real life yeah. and getting inspired. So things, you know, yeah, going a fucking walk, Go yeah. on a nature walk, and get out. <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah. watch a cool movie, like right. cause these all this is like noise and it's like, you know, as an artist, it if it can feel so uninspiring. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah, it definitely fucks with your creativity. Uh, you know, the other I mean, my my other issue with the um NFT space, and like like I was we were talking about that guy's post, it's like mm-hmm. He was right about a lot of, you know, he, he was. was, he, he was, was right, but it's not all that way. And it's just like the people yeah. that talk about cryptos being a scam and NFTs being a scam. It's like, yeah, there are a ton, probably a majority are scams, but that doesn't mean the whole space is a scam and the whole thing is a scam. That's the, that's the the thing that people don't get just because there's a lot of it doesn't mean that's all of it. And there's this other other part of it that's amazing. Uh, but, but um, you know, a lot of, as a someone like you has been working hard on their craft for many, many years and myself has been working and busting our asses to make sure we know art principles and know as much as we can and be as good as we can be to yeah. see people, it's, <laughs> you know, come in after like, you know a couple months and be like i'm a professional artist and it's like making no effort to study i'm an NFT artist (laughs) (laughs) to study art principles and then like making something that had that's like just the proportions are wrong or just simple stuff like they can't draw feet or whatever things that artists go through they go through these periods they can't do ears they can't they're working out proportions they're understanding um composition color theory these different types of things it's like you know not just making stuff and not knowing that and then saying that that's your artistic statement it's like and that makes it art it's like eh, you know the whole thing about you got to know the rules to break them i think is a good a good thing to to have so it's like there's also this other greats
1: like picasso yeah exactly
0: he he could do it he just didn't want to do okay. it. he wanted yeah he wanted to do his own thing so he did all this crazy cubist stuff it's like you know so 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 because there was like this big gold rush in nfts you got people who just jumped in and on one hand i'm like it's cool that people that non-artists are able to express themselves creatively yeah. i think that's awesome that that's one really positive thing that people can be artists now and have this this way to express themselves creatively because i think that's healthy and good for for everybody it's really a good thing for everybody to do um on the other hand (laughs) there's just like a a flood of shit that's it's like hard to keep looking at it's like you know when you know yeah it's when you know what what good is
1: it's it's like it's, it's it's hard to unsee it yeah
0: you know? <laughs> it's like when you know what good is and what basically what right and wrong choice is and what a better you know it's like it's it's painful to look at because it's like oh oh yeah oh it just hurts you when you see it like and it's like what tons of
1: it,
0: tons of and it. It's, what it's it is
1: <laughs> like and i think someone may mentioned it before I all of this exploded, but it's like two worlds coming together. You got the investor yeah, world, right? People yeah, that yeah. are great with money and they know and they know how to invest, and that's great. They, yeah. they they come from that left brain or math, and right. It's like the math nerds and the art nerds coming right. together, and they don't know what the fuck one of each other is doing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll pray, <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's like the weirdest like. Convergence of two worlds together, and it kind of like in ways like, did you ever see that movie Art School Confidential? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like the, the I think it's like the undercover cop or something like that in the class, mm-hmm. to, like an investigator. Yeah, yeah. And he, his art was like complete shit. He didn't know like now Right. He like <laughs> he like drew like sports car or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. <laughs> And the the main character is like, what the fuck? Why is everyone praising him? And stuff. But people were so attracted to him because he was like, he had charisma. Right, and like, right. But the art was just like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs>
0: it's like, it, it really gets into what is art and all of that stuff. But I, I think that, you know, on the collector side too, a lot of these collectors like don't know anything about art because it's new yeah. for them, which is like, that's great you know it's yeah. cool to to i'm Come glad with
1: press fresh eye maybe
0: yeah or i'm, I'm glad they're interested you know in this yeah because they're supporting artists and stuff but it's like they need to educate themselves and we need yeah. to educate them too just so they know what to buy and what is good that's because that's the thing because people will buy something and they haven't developed an eye yet for what is good art and it's like, you kind of have to develop an eye by looking, you know, you've got art history, hundreds of years of art history to look at, to know what good art is now, you know what I mean? And it's like, so yeah. So it's kind of an education thing because when you have people, uh, collectors with a lot of money that are just, they they don't know what's good and what's bad and they're just buying things. It's like, then it's pushing, putting people up that haven't put the time in and that, aren't necessarily don't have a statement they're making really, or they don't, they're not really saying anything. They're not really contributing to art, the art world, the art space, because they, they're still learning and they're so young and they're still, or so young in this space or so new, you know what I mean? Cause it's like, yeah. you should be contributing something. If you're an artist, you should be contributing to art history in some way, you know, it, like at the very least by exp- or really all it is 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 by fully expressing your own creativity in a unique way that's just the way you would do it and no one else you know that's like that's the to goal to of,
1: yeah to be able to stand out and to people to kind of resonate and connect
0: yeah with on this, yeah for sure like on this kind of deeper level
1: yeah yeah to be able to kind of like yeah, to to connect and, and be provoked like that. I always think of, um, the, uh, what is it? Oh, my God, I'm butchering the name. Something, something Day Off, Bueller's, Bueller's Fer- Day. Ferris
0: Bueller's Day Off.
1: Ferris Bueller's Day Off, where uh. they go to the art gallery, and then they're just sitting there, and they see a piece, and they're just, like, completely, like, kind of en-
0: encapsulated. And right.
1: It actually makes me think of, you mentioned on your Twitter post of, like, there was a guy in one of the galleries that was like dressed in that that dark cloak. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like sitting right in front of it. He was like just dicking around. On yeah, phone. he didn't even know. <laughs> he didn't even. But it felt it. like there was like this connection. Yeah, this yeah, theme. it was crazy.
0: That that was a cr- insane moment, man. Uh, and like, yeah, sometimes
1: crazy. that's what it's like. Even even though like he might have like been busy on his phone, but that's what it feels like as like a like a real great connection between an artist and collector is that they're able to like feel that emotion that right well connection. yeah I think
0: it was like the people around it that were experiencing it and seeing it because we were all kind of watching this guy sitting there yeah we're having this like whoa, something weird's happening here which is like you know those, those kind of moments are so rare those are like the peak peak moments that rarely happen but And it has yeah. so
1: much story to, like, your Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. It's super cool.
0: But I've I've had uh, a couple times people tell me they were, like, broke down in tears when they saw a painting, which is like... I
1: love it. I love you can't it.
0: beat that, man. You can't beat yeah. that. That's amazing. You it's know? like
1: when you listen to a good song and you're like, fuck, this is like...
0: Yeah, just because it's so good. when it brings yeah. you to tears because it's so Gills. good. Yeah, it's like... You know that's amazing when something when can you be...
1: experience that as like a as a person you, and as an artist you want to be able to recreate that for right. us to view it. absolutely
0: yeah that's the that's the it's like i in a way i get um i don't know more if more that's it's probably not true but i feel like i get as much inspiration from music create creative inspiration from music to apply to my art my two d art as I do seeing other great 2d art or three, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like fine art. Yeah. It just, just the, cause I'm a music fan. So it's like any th- time I like, I really like something creative that just makes me want to put it into my artwork. It inspires me to create paintings or digital work or whatever.
1: Make it multimedia. And I mean, that's what was super cool about like the NFT stuff. I know we've been talking a lot about it, but it's affecting the art world so much. I know. And, and, you know, like people, I hear like artists that have been making like audiovisual experiences. And it's like, you know, it's like, I'll put it my, they'll, they'll put their audio visual experience like on a CD and, and, you know, an art or a collector might go and see their audio visual experience irl years ago and it's like i want to collect this and it's like how are you going to collect it? yeah exactly I'm like my dvd and yeah.
0: I, <laughs> that's what i did with my know? dvd my animation dvd yeah. back in the day it's like you can buy a 20 dollars dvd <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know <laughs> it's basically exactly. what i did
1: yeah so it, like being able to do an nft like i think honestly for me that that was one of the most biggest attractors is it's like it, making like video art mm-hmm. and making animations mixed with music and and like that brings a huge another like level of like an art experience and oh, i yeah. think nfts is, is a great way to be able to experience that so i think it's great but then like all of a sudden pfp has popped off and it's just the image.
0: i know it's it's like it's kind of like exactly. we're us one of one artists we're kind of waiting for that to die down i keep hearing people i don't know if it's true but i keep hearing people say one on one art's gonna be the next thing. PFPs are on their way out. And it's yeah. like, okay, that's cool. That works for me. That benefits me. Uh I is it true or is it just what people are saying? Is it wishful thinking? You know, wishful it seems like thinking. it seems like they're still happening all the time to me, but you know, <laughs> PFPs are happening all the time.
1: I think like I, I think I mentioned this even when I was like talking about in the sh- Chevrolet, like uh, super rare Twitter spaces is like, I think as like collectors and artists, like uh, collecting an art piece, I think it's in our DNA. Like I think people have like been collecting, creating and collecting art for so long and especially something that has like some sort of connection between the two. I think Mm. that is a kind of a hard thing to kind of break out of. And I think that's at a core people, if they have, you know, like the excess income or the means that to be able to collect an art piece that they just connect with and kind of you know afford it they'll do that yeah and i don't know how long collectibles have been because people talk about collectibles you always think a baseball card
0: right yeah
1: i don't know what's that's a good point that's a
0: good point i don't know i don't know how long people have been collecting
1: people collect stones
0: (laughs) (laughs) people collect everything i just don't know how long it's been a thing maybe it's been a thing for a long time too i don't know yeah, it's interesting. Did it you is. go did you go to uh NFT NYC or no?
1: Nah, I had like some personal stuff up and I I part of me also is just I'm not like too right now too into the IRL events yeah, I, I was like clubbing <laughs> and DJing and, like that's fine. People can do that, but yeah,
0: I'm not into it, man. I'm I'm too old. I, I wasn't you know, I've never been that kind of guy anyway except you know when i was maybe in my 20s i was like that a little bit i had a phase Same, yeah. but I'm yeah like such a homebody it's like i i don't want to travel <laughs> i just don't. i feel
1: you. i just want to be yeah making my art and putting it out there i and know then,
0: that's that's the funnest thing ever to me it's like sitting in the yeah. studio and creating a great piece of artwork it's like doesn't get any better than that. I don't need to go anywhere.
1: <laughs> and then you can put it out, and like, like what everyone did, like even with like Chevrolet and NFT NYC, and, and like they did like this, like display of it in the crypt gallery and all these like amazing art on the screens of animation, and like the artwork was up there, and like that is like super cool being able to see, yeah. like see that say, transition yeah
0: i have to say that's the one thing that's like got me one of the exciting things uh you know because it's like there's a few things in nfts that really like get me excited and that is uh the idea of the metaverse and doing vr and creating worlds artists creating worlds like that fuck render thing and using um uh, unreal engine to create environments and stuff that are that are artistically amazing um and seeing the great art seeing great one-on-one art even seeing i still am inspired by i think a cool pfp project would be cool but it doesn't it's like nothing's hit me to where it's like oh it's amazing i mean some of them are funny like crypto dick butts that's hilarious but (laughs) it's like it's not like inspiring me to create but um one of the things and, and then the irl events it's it's just not really my thing um, but seeing seeing stuff on a screen in a gallery, that's fucking cool. That's like, yeah, that's really cool. That's new. That's what I dreamed of since I first started. Was this idea yeah. that there would be galleries with screens, but I couldn't afford it. So, so yeah. that's really to see. That's one of the coolest things. Um, seeing all those pictures from NFT NYC was seeing stuff on on a big screen in a in a even like weird shaped screens that kind of fit the. The artwork is really cool.
1: Yeah, where they like combine monitors, like they do, like some interesting shit. And like Crypt Gallery is really great because they're really early on, and and I forget his name. It's like King something, but he he runs like Crypt Gallery. He was one of the first ones to really jump on board. Oh, really? A gallery showcasing like a lot of like one-on-one artists and showcasing artists. And he was like gracious enough to even do the Corvette stuff because they're fans of like Chevy and all that. So it was neat being able to like show, you know, like art in a, in a sense of like it feeling like a gallery. Yeah. 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 I but do. I mean, it, I love gallery shows. I mean, I do like, yeah. You know, it's great or, seeing art in person and stuff. But, but like NFT NYC, like to me, like 20, even last year and this year problem was is like there's 1500 speakers that's and I heard they're rushing
0: days. and they're rushing people i heard that people had like such a short amount of time yeah. to talk that it was just like i've been hearing so it, hopefully, a lot of a lot of criticism from it i didn't hear about the i don't know how many they've done have they done one before this or is this the first one
1: they've been doing it for the past maybe this was their fourth one okay. that they've been doing and um i think maybe it's like i think it's like a touch and go maybe they'll learn and and hear what people have to say and maybe just kind of draw back on the amount of speakers yeah
0: yeah i I heard that it was like kind of a clusterfuck in that way and uh, yeah and and then they hired the fake snoop dog which is like (laughs) they didn't tell anybody it was a fake one which seems really shady to me but (laughs) yeah like
1: the dupes dupe something snog yeah dupe snog (laughs) and then like the people that came out with the god hates mft oh yeah yeah that was pretty, actual- that was pretty funny that, that that was but that was like i thought that
0: was kind of clever that was like a yeah a, a, meant to be discovered you know meant to be like
1: a satire i thought a performance yeah yeah, yeah. It was kind get of like, people's attention yeah yeah it was
0: kind of, i thought that was kind of clever but the snoop dog thing was kind of Seemed kind of lame to me because it seemed like they were trying to make it seem like Snoop Dogg was there and then not fessing up to it, yeah. <laughs> not letting people know. But I don't know. I don't know.
1: There, yeah, there is like a, an element of cringe. And I think yeah, if yeah. you <laughs> draw back the cringe and you know, like focus on what, what's like interesting, what's cool, and what's yeah. refreshing. I think I think it become something more interesting. I mean, people, you know, they'll go there and they they want to party. Like, that's cool, but like that's not yeah. Yeah, People get people are getting COVID and getting burned. I know, that's the other
0: thing, is like all kinds of people got COVID from there. It's like and it's and I was like thinking (laughs) They're aware
1: of it. I was
0: seeing pictures, I was like, nobody's wearing a mask, man. There's gonna be a bunch of people with
1: COVID. And it's like (laughs) Yeah. Even when like it feels like COVID's not a thing as much anymore, people it's still yeah, a we'll thing, show man. it's still yeah. a thing
0: you know especially in an event like that
1: yeah yeah um, 5 days in a row and you're constantly around people like and there's so many events going on yeah so. yeah
0: yeah it's like a super spreader event <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't feel guilty I, i'll i'll do as much as like i can support a lot of these galleries and what they're doing but i don't know right now it's just it's not at that stage where like, I hope it to be. Maybe I just expected too much. In right. The <laughs> <years>. <laughs> Where's the Crypt Gallery at? Uh, I know they started out in L.A., actually. Yeah, because uh, I've heard the name before. I'll send you. Yeah, I'll send you them. You definitely check them out. I'll ask him if he has it up and running right now. Yeah, in L.A., and then... Uh, I think uh, New York is kind of new for them, which is super cool. Oh, wow. The super cheap galleries, you know, they've been hitting it pretty hard. Right. Yeah, I've seen. I've, I've heard.
0: Yeah, I just I was just look reading reading up on them. They've been pretty involved.
1: Yeah. So that's pretty cool. So it, it it's I think it's in an interesting spot where maybe a bit of a reset button the NFT space and allow yeah people yeah to kind of be more creative and.
0: Yeah, I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna, you know, it's definitely gonna filter out the people that were just in it for the money. Cause if there's yeah. not, you know, if stuff's not selling, they're gonna jet, you know, cause it's they're not making any money. And it's like the people that are here to make art are gonna stick around cause it's cool, you know, it's it's like this is the artist's life. This is normal.
1: This is how yeah. normally it is
0: <laughs> the NFT space is weird where you're selling shit once a week. That's not normal. That's like super unusual. You
1: know? yeah yeah it does feel like yeah a bit of a gold rush so you jump in you're like shit man i know i have some good stuff to sell and i feel like people would like it i'm gonna i'm gonna put it out there and you're like fuck yeah, this is this is great and then it goes away yeah it's, it's
0: so that kind of energy is still
1: yeah you're like god damn it the, <laughs> why but oh wait that's right uh i, I still make art yeah right (laughs) it's like this weird like familiar place like oh yeah duh. like what the fuck
0: yeah yeah it's like i i I just yeah i i get i mean if it feels great to sell a piece of art for a lot of money it definitely feels great but it doesn't to me it's never felt better than the creative process and creating the work that's to me is like the biggest buzz is is creating the work and I think that's how, you know, that's how real artists are. You know, they're doing it because they just love it so much.
1: Yeah, it, it it is surreal where it's like that buzz. Like, I had that same buzz when I knew I was just going to get people to like it. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. People exactly. are just going to like it. And some might come up with it. That's cool. But this is, like, really awesome. And then, then it, like, turned into, like, someone might be able to buy it oh shit someone did buy it right and it's like the same kind of like dopamine effect right and one is great because it's like it's money it's a tool okay cool now i can be able to like do more of it but like i think it's it's very in a way like interchangeable i don't
0: know yeah Yeah, I, i i i yeah it's it's to me it's always been a means to an end just to keep being able to create more work. Um Mm -hmm. but but at the same time it's like NFTs, you know, the stuff the the prices you get for your stuff, it's like that's like for me would be and I'm sure it is for you. It's like life changing money.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
0: So it's like, you know, I'm getting to the point where I don't have as many as much time to to earn life changing money. So for me it's like a huge opportunity to to finally get some life-changing money for the first time in my life. So, yeah. uh, and, but, but the thing it's like, even if we come back, if the NFT, which I expect it's going to come back, it's going to come back fine. That's okay. I think, cause I think it's just too, there's too many people in people. Yeah. Too many people are into it, you know, and too many artists are into it. It's like, people are really into it. It's got staying power. I don't think it's just this flash in the pan thing. Um, but even if prices dropped and they, and people weren't getting the crazy amounts of money, it would still be, I would still be doing it because it, it, it's still a venue, an Avenue for sales. And yeah. it's, you it's know, still
1: lucrative.
0: yeah, you could still make money just maybe, you know, if it's not as much, then okay. So what <laughs> it's like, you know, I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to keep creating the artwork. And as long as there's some kind of financial incentive just be like, again, like, cause I have to, cause I have to, you know, this is how I make my living. There has to be some kind of financial incentive. If there's some kind of financial incentive, I'm just going to keep doing it. Cause it's like, I'm just looking for an excuse to do it anyway. Cause I want to do it, you know, and I don't have, I'm not independently wealthy, so I can't just do it and hang out and live off my money. It's like, I, I need to earn. So, you know what I mean?
1: yeah yeah totally it's like it's not gonna it's not gonna go anywhere it it, it caught too much fire it caught too much attention yeah like Chev- chevrolet
0: i mean yeah. com- that's the thing it's like sh- when
1: companies like chevrolet are getting in it's like
0: this is not just a th- they're already the pan.
1: yeah
0: yeah yeah it's like mainstream stuff is starting to come in now and it's like you know
1: and it's just gonna there's gonna be like boom and bust and there's gonna be like there is going to be like a number trend because of like crypto is it's not going to go to zero that's just ridiculous because it it is a new way of like a financial market and like now like ethereum going to like uh, was a proof of stake right. and it being uh already like bitcoin is like I think the, the sci- like a scientific study showed that Bitcoin is like fifty percent less like of a carbon footprint than right. institutional banks. It's it's so obvious that that where things are going, and even like Chevrolet and car companies are going like less carbon footprint. Yeah, in the future, so it you can kind of see where it might go. When like, I think a lot of investors and people that or investors that have been in the market for decades now they saw it kind of mirrors like i think like amazon and apple they they blew up and then they 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 went down but over the years they became yeah a a common like consumer trend right right and i think people want to like be able to going back even like going back when i got into the space of Simply put, like the younger generation, uh, they understand collectible. They understand like collecting digital art. Right. It might be like collectibles. It might be like rare thing, rare things that like exist in video games. Right. And like being able to collect an item and showcase that off, like in online video games, is such a big deal. I think young kids get it. Oh, and totally. Young kids yeah. Get owning and buying yeah like, yeah stuff.
0: And, and we're talking like kids like little kids are doing this now like yeah. little kid like my grand I got granddaughters they're like yeah they buy shit in roadblocks in yeah. Roblox, they buy stuff and it's like they're when they grow up I kind of thought that I used to think this when I was starting painting in 2000 I was like okay I've got a lot of like young kids like high school students that like my art because of tool and stuff or they just like monster art and i was like i have to stick in long enough to where they grow up get good jobs and can afford to buy artwork (laughs) and it's true it's like i get a lot of people that buy from me now that were like yeah i was into your stuff in high school and it's like the kids that are buying shit in roblox now skins and whatever clothes and pets and stuff they're gonna be this is gonna be like the obvious next step when they grow up and they have money to invest in and they want to start collecting art, it's like it's gonna to be totally second nature. Yeah. They've the been doing collectors. it all their all, yeah, all their all their lives they've been doing it since they're little kids, you know. Exactly. So, so. it's just it's, it's
1: wild. I I am very hopeful. I think um yeah, under older years, it's it's gonna get bigger and better and more refined.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I think I'm yeah, still really hopeful and uh, optimistic
1: about it. Things go up, but you know, when things go up, they must go down. But when things go down, they must you know, they'll, Yeah, they'll exactly. there's so much interest in it. So yeah. Yeah. I'm super positive as much as like the dark art and dismal, but fun and in- imagery that we make, I think like <laughs> talking to you, I feel like we have hope, you know?
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I feel like, I, yeah, I, i'm hopeful I,
1: so cool with art
0: <laughs> yeah yeah same same here like i uh i still i'm just excited about creating the artwork so yeah i am uh i just got to get this <clears throat> i got this that animation there's this glowing part in it now in the center and it's like i rendered it and there's these little banding banding strips on the gradients you know you ever get that banding where it's like
1: yeah and it's, so
0: it's like now i gotta go
1: compression issue
0: yeah yeah it's like i put it in the handbrake and in order to get it down to the file size i needed it at it's starting to do that and so i'm like okay back in the day it was to deal with banding you put grain over it yeah put grain yeah. in your render That's- so it's like I'm. Um, so now i'm gonna now you know after we're done i'm gonna go Back to YouTube, and start looking. at <laughs> Get rid of banding because I got to drop this thing tomorrow. I got all the that's audio. That's what I usually do. Oh, like, really? Yeah,
1: avoid the banding, like because that is an issue. Like yeah, super rare because of the file size. Yeah,
0: that's a bitch. I just throw,
1: Yeah, <clears throat> when you hit it just right, like if the the background is dark enough, you can kind of see the and like my images tend to glow, and then there's right. Black, yeah, you have a lot background.
0: of glow, so I imagine. Yeah, I imagine oh, there's God. an issue. So so noise is how you do it.
1: Yeah. And, and trying to experiment. Uh, I mean, I've been just doing the Adobe media encoder and
0: right. dicking
1: around with that, but, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's touch and go. I feel like they're going to update that super rare.
0: Yeah. That just seems so small. 50 megs is so small. So tiny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. That's what I'm going to be dealing with after. So, well, do you have a, what, are you working on this this new project now are you starting did you just conceive of it or you do you are you planning on releasing it at a certain date or anything or is this just kind of like something you've been working on or or is it, is it a secret
1: uh, yeah about the the collection I've been working on yeah uh, maybe not not too long after we last talked so like probably late spring and you know because of like moving and all that stuff so it kind of taken a bit of a pause on it but it's one of those like collections that was like super easy to get yeah jump back on i don't know if you ever felt like that when you're like working on a painting maybe you're like halfways or early on in the painting maybe like months later you try and jump back into it has it ever been kind of like easy to oh yeah yeah there's Yeah. yeah
0: there's certain things that you work on that are really easy to come back to and take breaks from And another ones actually what I'm working on, some of these little guys, these zombie death bots. I've I've been doing them in Photoshop, designing them, and they're really easy to to come back to also. But it's not every painting that's like that. Sometimes it's like a bitch.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe it's like the complexity, like if it's like super like it's different or like experimental, maybe. Right, right. But yeah, with this collectible. Starting back in like yeah, I would maybe say like April, and it was like it just made kind of a complete sense. It was it was an easy thing to kind of assemble and to be able to kind of grow on and and like each piece felt like you can kind of experiment and made it feel very unique. So working on it off and on, and it is like yeah, almost July now. Mm -hmm. So you know, I I mean, to be honest, I mean, I think I'm probably. like about 30 ish pieces in Mm -hmm. and i don't feel like i've pushed it too hard like i really want to be able to kind of like get on a roll with it but i've been really taking my time on each piece because it's like why do i feel like i need to rush it especially like with like when things are quiet right now right right
0: take advantage
1: yeah build as they say (laughs) yeah maybe there's a problem is like that's why everyone rushed in like last year that's why there's so much crap art (laughs) yeah
0: yeah, right getting it done to to cash in while they can
1: yeah so i i believe in long term and and be able to like create something that people will be able to kind of cherish and enjoy in the long run and that's why i really believe in you know, one in one art and people putting a lot of their effort and energy into these pieces. And I think that stuff will hold up so well. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah it's exciting to see where NFTs might go. Cause we're, like we we're talking about it's like the younger generation totally gets it. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's not yeah, that's the the, the thing about older folks. It's like it, it's like mind boggling. It was hard for me to get in. And it's like, I'm pretty, I've always been very, I don't know, kind of tech savvy more than the average person. And, um, and I had, yeah, a, you, you know, it was like kind of hard. <laughs> to, yeah.
1: I to mean, understand. yeah. Blockchain was like, even me, like being, you know, like an eighties kid, it was kind of, it was blockchain was confusing and stuff. And I, I felt like it was a kind of an investor's market. Mm. And and not so much of an art, artist artist market, but you know, you you got it, you understood it as like an artist and doing yeah, visual yeah. art. So yeah, that's a, I think. Oh, okay. good. Yeah, I think like um maybe just having a young mind and being able to kind of see where things might go. I mean, yeah, that's what's cool. That's with what you were doing ages yeah. ago with video art.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, it's so funny because like, man, I want to do these little portraits i do it's like i want to do exactly what you're talking about with the butterflies where it's like you know not generative to where it's like i don't really care about shuffling the different parts together it's like i just want to make a bunch of portrait little portrait guys like and doing a, a series like that you know what i mean it's like it seems like it would just be so much fun even if it was you know kind of making a base layer kind of do doing it in a way that you would do a generative project where you have a bunch of assets, but you are doing it all yourself and making the combinations yourself and you, you know, liquefy using the liquefy tool to make them all unique. That just seems so fun to me. It seems like it would be so much fun.
1: It, to me. Yeah. Ooh. It makes way more sense as to making something more scaled back. And
0: yeah, 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 exactly. It's that's the the thing is it's like, 10, that's the only way you can do ten thousand pieces <laughs> but but you could do 100 pieces or whatever you know you can do a smaller yeah, amount of pieces I, on your own and have that i don't know personal touch maybe i mean i know some artists that are doing doing that like with watercolor you know i think uh kate Sam, samuels witty shitty on uh twitter okay. is doing like kind of like a project like that where it's all little watercolor paintings hand done but treating yeah. them like that, like doing a hundred of them or something,
1: yeah. Or they they'll follow a certain thing, but because of like watercolors, like watercolors is like kind of a badass art form, man. It's you hard, like,
0: man. It's hard to do.
1: Like Not growing fine. up, I always know it was the old hippie ladies with <laughs> the, the flowers. But yeah, it's like yeah. Badass. Like. It is.
0: It's like it's. It seems like it seems like a wimpy kind of. Yeah medium but it's fucking hard it's like hard way harder than i've tried almost every type of painting and and watercolors is like it's uncontrolled yeah it's uncontrolled you have to know what you're doing you can't just paint like with acrylics with watercolors it's like you have to know have this whole balance of like Letting it happen knowing how it's gonna work and then letting it do its thing and then working with that. It's really but there's some sort of amazing my friend Steve clef is he does watercolors and it's just like they're so amazing. It's like, man, it just takes skill, it takes real skill to do that. Steve clap. Clef. C-L-E-F-F. I've had I've had him on the podcast before. He's all watercolor. Wow. And it's like he's doing some really cool shit. God
1: damn it. It's like um, yeah, it's like <clears throat> photo illustrative and like photorealistic but it's like
0: but weird and watercolory and colorful and
1: oh damn man like i've never yeah like i've never seen like watercolor
0: he's got that synesthesia
1: like that
0: yeah he's got synesthesia where where he he sees colors based on people like people's mm-hmm. moods yeah, yeah he sees colors so he like does these paintings using his synesthesia it's pretty cool He's a, Absolutely. he's a, he's a guy I, I'm surprised hasn't like hit big yet. Cause this stuff is, just, I just think it's so good, but yeah. again, you know, he's another guy. I'm like, you got to get into NFTs, but right now it's like, maybe not, maybe not right now, now, or, or you can get in, but don't expect to sell anything. It might be a good time to get in really. But just yeah. if as long as you don't expect to sell, just kind of like get your feet wet, acclimate, to the way things are make friends stuff like that just don't expect to be making the big bucks right now
1: yeah yeah i guess it is like what a lot of people say it's like a time to kind of explore and experiment and try different things and, and staying true to yourself yeah sounds cheesy but i think i think it says a lot being yeah. honest,
0: <laughs> right. there's so much dishonesty in like the space. I, I know, people... I know, I know. Man, um, so, so okay. The one my last criticism of NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, all these things I've talked about, I've been thinking about them, and I haven't really have anyone to talk to about them. The other thing that bothers me about the NFT space is this flaunting of wealth. Yeah, like, to me, it's like. When I see someone posing in front of a Lambo, trying to look like a badass, that doesn't make me feel like, man, I want to be like that person
1: at all. Wow. Yeah,
0: it makes me feel like,
1: what a douchebag. We have 15-year-old boys like, like, that's cool.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's like, and, and and, and a lot of, to be fair, a lot of, you know, the collectors I got are like, not like that they're they're cool they're like reserved they're you know i'm sure they got money they're not like advertising it but you see that with people posing by their jets and shit and it's like i don't know that's just not my generation maybe that's i i don't like it i don't like it it bothers me it's like you know what i think
1: it's a bit tone deaf and yeah
0: exactly it's like especially being an artist who has you know it's hard to make a living as an art i don't know it just bothers me it's like
1: it it yeah it like yeah uh showing off well and like i think the general public's just like mm, nah like i think there's just too much other important things happening yeah in the world. <laughs> it's like i'd it- be <laughs> like it's like don't it's like don't
0: front that you're not a human being that you don't i think there's a,
1: more and more people hating billionaires than ever before yeah that's
0: true that's the other thing but uh, yeah i don't know i just i i that that's not real to me it's like the whole appeal of what why i think art is important is that it's about being real like we're having a real conversation it's like we're not yeah. blowing smoke each other's asses ass. or shilling yeah. it's like we're just talking. We're having a real conversation. Yeah. And and that's what it's all about. And that's what art should be about. To me, it's like, it should be real. It should be genuine and a genuine expression. It shouldn't be about, you know, making something that's going to sell necessarily. You, you know, that's not why we're doing it. And so anything that flies in the face of real connection and people being real and not fronting and trying to pretend like there's some try not to impress people in that way. It's like, I just don't like any of that fake shit. I don't like it.
1: Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, and you the, see it I,
0: in it, NFTs. You see it a lot in NFTs, people bragging and shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, even among artists, they're like, I think the artist community in the NFT space, especially when it was like going off last year, people were becoming aware of like, don't like, you don't want to like completely like share your, your sale prices and to flaunt numbers, right? Yeah. Constantly like about numbers, but I did
0: you know, that when he, I when I sold my pieces. I I posted it because that's what I was told you're supposed to do. Like I was yes. just doing what people were telling me was the the custom in the because in I didn't know anything, you know.
1: It's one thing, that yeah. Like to inform, it's like a it's a balancing act. Yeah, it's like you want to inform people where you are. Yeah, in so, like the space, right? So they're right. aware and and. And when they as a collector come up to you, they know you know where to approach you at. But then it's another to be like like flaunting it and showcasing and being all MTV cribs about (laughs) it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's just that's just I just had to say that because that's that's another thing. But you know, for every Thing I don't like about it there's all the, the the. it's more like the thing that I love about it is aside from the the really good art that's there the good stuff and the is the potential is the potential you know that's the most exciting thing it's like the things that haven't even been thought of yet yeah you know, that's yeah. exciting for someone. yeah for someone with the, that has like a good imagination that's creative the idea of creative potential is just like it you know so yeah,
1: it's a new avenue new avenue for artists and to kind of think stuff differently i mean some of the stuff i i noticed even like the one-on-one I, I feel like there's artists that are doing interesting things where uh like sam sprat
0: yeah like, his stuff's where, great this stuff's yeah great.
1: amazing super talented like yep. digital painter but like um i think everyone that bids on his piece is able to get a unique uh illustr like an illustration right. from him or something like that yeah yeah I love this and that's yeah not that like is inspiring that's like refreshing and yeah and I can see him and like enjoying that wanting to be able to give a nod and a, a thank you or there's just so many I feel like even untapped things you can do as an artist and I think that's a really cool example right now with what he's doing in the nft space so
0: right yeah
1: yeah good.
0: i i, I can't, i'm i'm so excited to do to be able to do that sort of thing you know I experiment still, and explore yeah 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 i gotta um yeah i just i've i've gotta i don't i i have to sell more to be able to do that you know, I've got to get in a position you know I mean? in a better position to where I'm able to do that because things like extras they take more time and you know you, you know time is money it's like yeah. um so uh but like I said I'm in for the long haul I I didn't you know I didn't expect I just thought it'd be you know cool to talk I did we didn't mean it to be an NFT show it's just what we're both into right now you know it's like yeah. I was just you know we were just thinking it'd be cool to catch up and stuff, but so I don't want anyone listening to think that yeah. we're just like shilling for NFTs. Cause that really wasn't the case. It's just like, you know, you're another NFT artist. And I like, you know, we like to talk about what's going on yeah. in our lives, you know,
1: it is interesting. Yeah. Like as an artist, like NFT aside to like, be able to like navigate i mean you come from like an older generation and but we also connect on certain things and yeah things like resonate and we we get where we're both coming from and like yeah it it you can't help but like you like it, it affects like artists these days in, yeah, in some way or yeah, not. yeah yeah even if they're involved or not it's just like it's, it's right there
0: it's something happening in the art world right now it's a big thing that's happening in the art world right now it's like you know people are going to art basel a lot of it yeah and a lot of nft stuff's happening there so it's like even if you're not into it it's good to know about uh, I'm very self conscious about, about talking about it. I, I've been talking about it since I've been in on probably every yeah. podcast that comes up. And I'm still like insecure about it because there's so, there's still so many haters and <laughs> NFT haters. It's like, how, how does
1: like your, your, your people, like the people that listen in, like how, how they feel about like listening I, and talking about it? I mean, I,
0: it? I haven't talked to the only people I've talked to that listen are like people that are friends of mine that also listen. Yeah. And they've all been really interested about it. And I don't think they have a problem with it. So I guess I probably shouldn't worry about it. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I can't. There's an I,
1: element of NFT that's so cringe.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> but and then it's like, there's
1: part of it that's cool.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. It's, but but I, I always bring it back to, yeah, that's the world. No, or that's america you could say that about anything it's because yeah. the space is so huge and there's so much potential that there's all this like bullshit in it and cringiness yeah.
1: and you can stuff, go to new I... york city and be like oh, "Ah, yeah. i love this part right and right. that one street was cringe <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> super so, yuppie yeah yeah exactly so like brooklyn sounds like yeah you might like brooklyn's art scene but for no way you're gonna go down to like Times Square because yeah. it's like <laughs> cringy, touristy, yeah. you know, TVs to, to their own. But I think, yeah, for you and me, it's just like totally here for the art, yeah, and making it's, cool, shit
0: yeah, it's exciting as to as an artist, it's exciting. And, um, I mean, I, I want people in the audience to, uh, you know to see how cool it is because it's cool. Cause you want to share something cool. That's like my, mo- I'm not trying to sell to these people or anything, you know, at all. It's like, I'm sh- I feel like I'm sharing something I think is really exciting, you know? And so I keep talking about it cause it's exciting and it's cool. So
1: people are going to see a different side of you where you're like animating pieces, maybe yeah. Maybe artists are, are familiar with your paintings, <clears throat> but now they get to see yeah, more yeah. animation process. So,
0: yeah i've been i've been doing it on my patreon a little bit you know i'm gonna start i I showed how i animated my paintings i did on my patreon as like a tutorial so people are into it so it's probably just me you know getting being self-conscious and i shouldn't be i always do that i'm I'm stupid (laughs) no
1: it's just not at all i I, yeah i get i get pretty self-critical too for sure (laughs) and i mean it's a bit different for me where it's just like my art was publicly already digitally native so yeah right yeah it makes sense you're kind of half
0: halfway there you know already yeah
1: but for sure where you're like oh man you know art's flying off the shelves, you know and this is a big boom market and you get inflated ego and you expect you know things just to be like that but in the back of your mind you're like this isn't like gonna always be (laughs) like this but you're hopeful that you know as long as you know you make cool shit
0: yeah (laughs) exactly
1: pretty or disturbing pictures that people like i think people always come back no no matter what
0: yeah 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 i i yeah i just uh even if people aren't into it i they shouldn't be hating on it because the potential if you love art there's a lot of amazing art in that space you know so as an art lover you want to take the be able to take the good out of it you know yeah because some people just like, hate it they just hate anything to do with it and that's all there is to it and they won't look they won't you know then it's like you're missing this amazing it's throwing out the baby with the bath water is the expression i believe it's like you know
1: i mean yeah you can't just be like spoon fed you know, you have to dig and find. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that,
0: But that's like with life. It's like everything sucks. <laughs> popular <laughs> music, popular anything. Most yeah. of it is shitty. And then you f- have to dig and find the good stuff. That's just the way life is, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Like music, like growing up. I mean, it was always like, you know, it was MTV. But then like for me, it was always like mtv too had the coolest stuff. Right, and right, right, right. Hung around long enough, there might be something cool that pops up. Right, yeah. And yeah. then it turned into, you know, it, and torrenting and, and Napster and all that stuff. When you found out like bands from like MTV2, and then you you're like, there's no way I, I can buy this at Best Buy. I got to, I got to torrent right. it. Yeah. <laughs> and then it turned into Spotify, where, you know, you can pull up Spotify and you'll see Post Malone right there, of course. Right. And whatever's populating, but you have to kind of dig not be able to be like afraid to kind of search and find it's just like how how are your fans finding you they they dig and find maybe word of mouth yeah yeah
0: Yeah. that's all been well mine's been word of mouth i always say about half of my fans are fans of mine and then the other half were from the tool connection yeah because it was through tool um so i got lucky with that but um yeah well it was uh great talking to you um is there did you have a release date or anything for your project or are you just kind of going until you exhaust you feel like you've done as many as is necessary and then dropping or how's it gonna go
1: yeah now it's just just keep going until i exhaust myself and and see where where it takes me and um it's one of those things where it's like I'll release it, and maybe I'll build on top of it. So you yeah, won't release be, them
0: all at once. You'll just kind of maybe release some and then keep going. I think or... it,
1: it's so it's so hard to say. Like, I know
0: that's the thing. There's so much potential with what you could do yeah. with this stuff, man. You and do it a million I, different ways.
1: I suggest, like you know, even for if anyone that does like like a large collection base like that, is to go through manifold. Uh, they do their oh, own smart practice. That's yeah.
0: what, you know what? It's funny that you mentioned that. That's what I reached out to uh, a collector of mine who, when he bought, after he bought a piece, he said, if you ever have any questions, hit me up. And um, so I hit him up because during this down market, my alter ego didn't sell. And so I was like, maybe I should do like an, you know, an addition of like, you know, something from something people have expressed interest in, which is some of the Lilith paintings I did. I could do like an edition of 10 or something and then have them for 0.1 eighth or something just so that, cause also I, I, I've, I've, uh, priced out a lot of my fan base with my one-on-ones cause they're too expensive. Yeah. So I was thinking if I could do like an edition of 10 or something, I've never done that. And so this collector, um, you know, was kind of giving me his thoughts about it. Cause I asked him, what do you think about that? And he thought it was a good idea, blah, blah. And, um, and he, that's one of the things he said, he's like, do it on manifold though. Do it on manifold. Um, because he was saying that there's something in the code of the smart contracts on open to where it's very centralized. And if the website Goes down or something, it could fuck up the images or fuck up the something it about it. Yeah. There's something about it that's not good, and if you do it on manifold, it's better. So
1: I've it's like got... a digital signature, like a unique digital signature of your own attached to that. And no matter what yeah. happens to it, it'll still like yeah. Exist.
0: Have you done anything? Have you learned manifold yet?
1: Yeah, actually, uh they reached out to me for oh, my no nifty. Yeah, my nifty gateway drop early this year before everything went kaput. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're like super, like helpful. I did. I decided to do open editions. Uh, it's been a year since I did open editions previously, but um, yeah, I did these kind of surreal, kind of like dark. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I saw. I I saw that when
0: you were doing that. What? How did that go? Did it? Did it work? Was it? Did they, <laughs> did they, did they sell?
1: Yeah, yeah, like probably like the highest I made on Nifty. Awesome, yes, yeah, amazing. Through manifold, yeah, like I made sure to like do it through manifold. They we did it last minute, and it was so interesting because like it was getting in there and deploying the smart contract. Yeah, on it my seems own.
0: scary. It's super <laughs> oh, for, for for yeah for people who don't know. Manifold is a smart contract. An independent smart contract that you can use to mint your NFTs. When when you're going, when you're doing, minting your NFTs on a platform like OpenSea or SuperRare or whatever, they have their own contract that you use to make it just simple. So you're using their smart contract, but Manifold is a way to do your own smart contract. Just so people know.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like it gets kind of techie and like under the hood, and a little bit of coding. Was it scary? It- yeah, it was <laughs> <laughs> it was like so left brain, but it was fun. And like I know since they made it more user friendly, where it's more super easy, kind of mint it yourself, and you create like an ASCII art. Right, right, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. He was telling me he said he would help me too. He's really cool. I would yeah. mention him, but I don't know if he wants me to. A lot of collectors are weird about. Dox, like, doxing and stuff so i don't want to um say his name but, but yeah, yeah he, that's super he, cool he,
1: his suggestion was like right on the nose is it's a great like digital signature it makes it even more unique and you have more i guess you would say so like the word is sovereignty
0: and right able right, you know, to have right. control
1: of your own collection right. and not being like no matter what it's going to be on the blockchain Knock on wood, a solar flare doesn't hit the mine yeah. <laughs> and everything goes down.
0: <laughs> Knock on the wood easel. Yeah, that's that's I was going to do that actually. The reason I ended up doing Death spirals is because um, Anne from uh, Super Rare, she was like, if you're going to mint this month, let us know and we're going to feature five people. And I was like, oh, that's a good promotional opportunity yeah so i'm like okay i'm gonna even though it's probably not gonna sell i'm gonna drop this month just so i can uh get in the, get on the promotion opportunity she, she chose mine as one of the things they promoted so nice. cool. yeah Ann's
1: great Anne's yeah she's great. All, she's cared.
0: awesome she's awesome
1: super helpful yeah and, like, really showcased a lot of great art yeah yeah she's,
0: she's great i'm super indebted to her <clears throat> i'm always saying and rules that was yeah. posting on her post and rules
1: <laughs> she does she's amazing yeah everyone go check out and super yeah. rare and curator
0: at and loremi i believe
1: a- a-n-l-o-r-e-m-i yeah. yeah great curator and she has so, a good eye
0: yeah yeah super the whole super rare thing yeah. seems really they seem really cool the whole i mean from what i i'm still so new but it seems like a really cool place to me they got that gallery opening up and or the gallery in new york which is cool yeah, like I'm pop to up gallery like, or something
1: yeah it's in soho and there are people in the area i don't know the exact address but yeah it's out there and they did some really cool there's x copy out there recently and mm. some other amazing artists yeah i, mean, I love x copies art. Like, yeah
0: it's cool it's like uh glitchy yeah. I, 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 like that style and it's weird for me to, I'm just like more of a realist, you know, that's my background, but, but yeah. oh, you know, it's funny cause the older I got, the more I was able to appreciate like Basquiat and yeah. stuff that's more like primitive, style. I guess you could say, or whatever stylized and not realistically yeah. rendered. It's like, I, I can, I, I, I feel like I, I don't know. I like I matured enough. It was weird. I've gone through these phases in my life. Like where, when I was a kid, I didn't appreciate like classical painting at all. Like classical Renaissance painting. I just thought it was boring and lame. And it was like, for Zetta <laughs> only for Zeta, you know? And then I got really up until I started painting, I was like, Oh shit, this stuff's amazing. And then I got really into classical art. And then as I got older, I was able to appreciate more modern art and like Andy Warhol and Basquiat and these types of conceptual
1: postmodern kind of stuff or whatever. Um, it might be just like a resurgence. Cause I feel like in the late nineties, two thousands, like even as like a young kid, it felt like a lot of interest in art was yeah. Kind of you know, like photorealistic. Yeah. 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 Right. Photo, you know, like, you know, it, correct anatomy and and i think it's gotten to a point you know people like make graphite drawings where it's like holy shit it looks like a photo yeah yeah or, or paintings but sometimes it, it doesn't hit the same way as when i was younger and now it's right. like seeing things that are more you know like you're saying basquette like, yeah i mean that's, i didn't grow up knowing him much about him either. yeah
0: me me either It was was always kind of like stuff that always and still my favorite stuff is the stuff that's kind of like even like Dolly or stuff that's rendered, you know, even if it's weird, if it's like looks right and rendered. But but I do think it's kind of cool to see, um, you know, or abstract art. I saw this great documentary on this guy, uh, Gerhard Richter, who does like just these abstract paintings where it's like. He's painting layers and using this big scraper across it. And it's like, I always just blew that stuff off. And just hearing him talk about it, I was like, oh, I get it. It just clicked. It was like, and it was, he's basically saying it's not, it's, it's art. It's just, it is what it is. It's not this deeper meaning about reality or just society. It's like, it's an image, basically an image that looks cool you know what i mean and it's like that's all it needs to be it's like it's just it has to give you the feeling it has to be like you find beauty in it somehow and it was like i got oh i get abstract
1: art i understand it now
0: and that was like yeah. a big thing for me to get over overcome too and understand you know yeah
1: because it just feels like maybe like at a glance it feels just chaotic and like, like they like they don't care of, or it looks or it's yeah. dumb or something but it's like and then you realize, oh, there's an emotion put into it, and maybe like the colors gonna draw out. Yeah,
0: there. Well, there's like a
1: certain feeling.
0: Yeah, there's a. The thing is with art that's important is context. It's just like yeah. War, Warhol. It's like I didn't get Warhol until I understood the context, like what time period he was coming out of, and what he was doing with his art, and where art was at the time. It's like then it was like, oh, and it just it it changes how you feel about art. It's like. It's like understanding the context of the art, you know,
1: yeah, yeah, what's happening at that time. And you know, I think art is definitely kind of a mirror of like like what's happening right. in society. or like personally, you know, like people become like this icon because they're such a unique character right in space and time, but there's also like people be able to make art that kind of re- reflects what's happening in society not like being completely like political art even though like i feel like political art is fascinating uh we were talking about that rob guy earlier where he did that that grotesque render of like the supreme court justice and it was like oh yeah 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 places. yeah, that was great it's like it's a mix of like horror art but political art. yeah and yeah, a lot, that, yeah. So.
0: that was yeah that was i, I like that yeah i just the political art i don't personally enjoy is when it's just completely beating you over the head with the, yeah. the idea where it's just like that's a political cartoon it's kind of like not the same as political like, art I,
1: how do you feel like about people like because like sometimes he considers himself like as like a cart, the cartoonist panel and like making social commentary but sometimes it's like it's like maybe repetitive or just well he's the too thing obvious. is
0: he's yeah but he's doing one piece a day <laughs> so it's that's like you gotta you, gotta you gotta cut him some slack on um, yeah you know him reusing using things assets and stuff it's him. like that's that's a artistic statement in itself and it's kind of yeah. cool uh but but you know it's funny talking about art that um i'll, I'll let you go too after this because i know we've been on for a long time but uh i keep thinking of things i want to talk to you about but um uh i said this on a recent podcast i think that um this is really kind of profound for me is that blockchain and nfts made me realize made me have a different relationship with digital art like you know i've always been very like pro digital art you know back I was doing digital art first, I was doing the animations, then I was doing Photoshop stuff, like my first paintings were digital, and I was selling prints, because I was kind of following in the footsteps of my friend Cam DeLeon, and because he was all digital, Photoshop guy, is selling prints, and we were trying to get in galleries, we couldn't get any galleries, because no one would show digital, and, um, but what I, I'd noticed once, once digital artists started creating NFTs, that I kind of had this prejudice against digital art because it was like, I was always like, yeah, digital art, but there's no original. You can't hold it. Just the typical things you hear from people. And it's like, I like oil paintings because you could pick it up. You pick the canvas up after you're done painting and the canvas is a little heavier because of the paint it's tactile, blah, blah, blah. And so I wasn't, so it's like, I have my own, even though I was a digital artist for a long time, I still have my own kind of prejudice against it that I didn't realize I had until I saw it I realized the feeling of minting things on the blockchain felt like it suddenly made it excuse the words, but it made it like legitimate in the, in the way that an original physical piece is le, is legitimate because it exists in a way. and so it was like. me it just changed my whole kind of feeling about digital art it's like blockchain was digital art was waiting digital art was before blockchain existed digital art was waiting for blockchain yes to fully realize yeah no because it's like when you can only share something online and you can't sell it in a way it's like is as fucked up as that is i mean but that's the culture we live in it's fully capitalistic that's the way it is and the way we put value on things is through financially so it's it's like so so now so it's like i had this prejudice because you couldn't do anything with it in a way you could do it with a painting i don't know if that makes sense
1: yeah, but now, I mean, now I have a
0: totally different feeling because of. It's weird. It was so the weird. Minting for me.
1: process is special. Yeah,
0: and it's like, I don't know. And it sounds bad, and I feel bad even saying that because I, it's like I love the imagery of digital. It's like I love it. I've always loved it, but it's like, it felt like it was missing something until NFTs to me you know
1: yeah yeah uh yeah as a digital artist and you're just I mean for me like just putting it up on Instagram like that's yeah stuff, that's
0: that cheapens just, it in a way you know what yeah. I mean yeah
1: you're like yeah the intentions of it I mean it always it always kind of resulted into a shallow thing but sometimes it's like you know it feels like you're you're kind of like a cog in the wheel and you're just churning out stuff. right you're seeing where you go you can really experiment I think, as an artist, digital artist, like people kind of really set the stage up of like, you know, put up something every day, I do every day right. and it didn't click for some people. it worked for some, it didn't for others. It's not for everyone,
0: right right
1: that kind of process. It's not like it's the answer of making art, right and that's it's cool what he does, and it makes it unique, and that that works for him, but it's not gonna work for everyone, No, and then when if you try and like approach it of like trying to churn things out and just to post the post and to kind of like build yeah. up your, your following basis. It kind of, yeah. Like pulls you away from like a deeper meaning. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. It, it kind of cheapens it in a way. And it's like, yeah. if I felt cause it's like, I've done this, this is how I built my career is by getting follower counts and, and stuff. But I always felt like I had a physical object that I could sell for a, a lot of money that kind yeah. of legitimate le- legitimizes it and
1: um something people can hold like a you know like vinyl yeah 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 and
0: it's and it's totally dumb and a psychological thing but it is a thing that exists i think in people's minds that you know to express value, you know something to express that something is valuable it needs to be in this society fucked up society we live in it needs to be you need to be able to monetize it somehow. There needs to be like a, uh, a financial value put on it or a way yeah. to put a financial value on it. So I just think that, the, I mean, it's, what it's done for digital artists is like a miracle. It's, it's, it, cause there's, yeah. it's all, you know, to be honest, it's like, it's probably the most amazing art has been digital over the last like 20 years. It's like amazing shit is being created digitally. And, yeah but it's gotten overlooked because no galleries will show it because they can't sell it and they can't Mm -hmm. make any money from it. And so it's just been kind of like, there's no
1: market for it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's no way to really make money from it. There's no way to market it really, except for tutorials or you could do prints, but even that like prints are like a step down from an original. Yeah. But now with NFTs, you got a, the original. You can say this is the original. It's so cool. And
1: then you can combine it with like a physical painting too. And it mm-hmm. adds even more value in like the painting. You hold on to the painting and then NFT like the, the value increases, I think, like for both of them. Right. And I think in ways, I think the physical becomes even more valuable. Um, because yeah, it's like that human touch. yeah,
0: it's just give it's there's more of a story around the piece, it's gives it's more ri- of a rich story provenance yeah. around the piece.
1: So, I think like the public eye has like totally overlooked, which is easy because it's like in the news outlets of what NFTs are being portrayed, everyone simply types in NFT and the first thing that pops up is a PFP, a board a right? And, it's, and things like art are kind of like. And a bit of in the back burner, um because I think people come into the space. It has more of a casino feel, and yeah. people wanting to flip and to make a profit. You know, in this day and age, people are trying to find out their means to make it right, uh, right a living. So yeah. it's like it makes sense, but also there there needs to be some sort of cultural like appreciation for so it's yeah it's an interesting space to navigate and it's it's going to be interesting to see where it goes it's so unpredictable but i know
0: that's the other that's the other crazy thing but
1: but it feels right you know yeah it's like deep down it's yeah bored.
0: well just that like the for, for me personally the fact that it it changed digital art for me it changed how i felt about digital art and it was like it, you know, made me fall back in love with digital art, which I, I kind of like, I just gave up on it because I was like, I can't make, I can't earn a living at it. You know, I'm not a trust fund kid. I don't have money. Yeah. So it's like, I have to earn a living. So then I kind of fell in love with oil painting. It's now it's like, it's given me uh, like a second life as an artist, you know, know, to, to try, try, go back to, to these roots. And at the same time, do something new. It's just, it's, it's exciting, and it, so it's like you know anybody that's out there hating, you're you're hating on all these digital artists who have been doing it for the love, over the last as long as digital art's been a thing. You're, you're hating on them, you know that's that bugs me. You know you're hating on all those artists that are finally getting a fucking break, and they're finally getting the thing yeah they, their art to really fully manifest in the world, and you're shitting on them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i think it's just yeah people are like oh that's lazy you know that's like tracing yeah the, no this no. this and that and maybe i mean honestly that comes from a from a place of just not being educated enough of like what how deep art can kind of go beyond like how it's made how it's made it's fascinating but the meaning behind it and the emotional connection right. i think is is pretty um timeless yeah but we we, you know as artists we love to study the craft and and how in the process Mm -hmm. to be able to kind of mimic but then in our own voices that you know are to have our own voices i think is is really important in this day and age oh yeah yeah right it's all oh we got seven billion people (laughs) i think people are are scratching to be heard yeah Yeah. i think art's a great outlet so digital fine art anything anything to express
0: it's all art it's like it feels like now all the art forms are finally equal and on a level playing field and that's like only a good thing you know
1: exactly so
0: so we're That's corny
1: as, it, as corny as it it's corny sounds like all ships rise and all yeah that stuff. yeah
0: all the all the corny uh corny sayings are true <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're all right at the end yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well,
0: yeah. That, th- thanks for talking, man. It's great catching back up, and uh Absolutely. yeah, so we're gonna have to wait, we'll just wait and follow you to see when you're gonna drop your project, and uh you don't know when yet.
1: But Twitter, Twitter is usually the best place to go. Yeah. I mean, definitely Instagram. But yeah, I'm on my Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, yeah that's the place to go to any updates. But cool behind an that and do something for for a bit of for everyone. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to cut people out. You know, want to yeah. bring people in. Yeah, so doing collections. Yeah, that's no, that's one.
0: great. That's great. I'm I'm excited to see. Uh, I know they're going to be cool. Um well. It. Yeah, thanks again for coming on and we just have to sign off and say goodbye audience. <laughs> so say Pretty goodbye shame, audience.
1: <laughs> <laughs> goodbye audience. Thank you so much everyone <laughs> for, for listening and chime in. I hope yeah, we didn't bore you too much with yes. NFT stuff, but it's fascinating. But
0: tough shit, that's what we did. Yeah, there we go.
1: (laughs) There it is.